is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free, 855-453, the SACL CAI toll-free line. Join us on our website. Head over to freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features that uh, are waiting for you there. Once again, freetalklive.com. Here with you tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. Uh, so I come into the studio uh, a few minutes before the show because I was actually out all day at the uh, the local county fair here in Cheshire County, uh, New Hampshire, doing some uh, some outreach. And uh, so, you know, it's, it's kind of nice to get out and do a real day's worth of work <laughs> okay, as opposed <laughs> to this, sitting in front of a computer screen all day calling radio stations, which is what I normally do. And uh, I come back in, and you're shouting into the microphone, Mark. Uh, you've got your Edgington Post uh, podcast series that you've been doing, and uh, I guess I guess this episode that you've just posted, uh, I believe, just now, right? To yeah, SoundCloud, I just I did uh, to our SoundCloud channel uh, has uh, was pretty fiery. I, you know, I, I'm not going to say that any. It was a debate, right? Like I, I think everybody let, walked away, uh, you know, still feeling fine and all that stuff. But it was, uh, you know, it's on a topic of it's on the topic of morality, the voting, you know, whether 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 or not voting is immoral or not. And um, so, I contend and have contended that voting is not an immoral act in and of itself. I would agree with you, and there's been a lot of discussion about voting over the years on this particular program. But you were talking with Cal, who we had on from the Porcupine Freedom Festival. Yep. He is an activist. LiberateRVA.com, I believe is his site. Right, uh, an activist in the uh, uh, Richmond, Virginia area. And he is uh, of the mindset that he's going to set Virginia free, or at least Richmond uh, free. And I, I hope he's successful. I, I do too, um, although it's my observation that he's relatively new to the activism scene. And hey, you so, know, some new guy has to come along and get it right. Well, that's true. Maybe he's the stand on the shoulder of giants. Maybe he's got the the fresh uh, ideas that uh, no one has ever, you know, really heard of before that are going to do what it takes to really bring people on board with the ideas of liberty. But from I didn't hear the whole conversation you guys had. I, I heard kind of half of it as I was in and out of the studio as you were producing the, the podcast before the, the live show tonight. And uh, it sounded to me like the same old uh, game of uh, let's try to convince people not to vote and somehow expect that that's going to lead to the downfall of uh, aggression. That's what I heard, too. Um, I mean, he believes that uh, not voting is the first step among many um, Mm -hmm. along the path of uh, not using aggressive force. I do not uh, see how voting is necessarily aggression. Most Um, people don't vote in uh, in most elections. Yeah, most people don't vote in most elections. So, um, you know, not voting. How's that working out? (laughs) Not voting is not shrinking the size of the state. What about the elections in which no one votes? There are elections like that. There have been uh, towns, for instance, that have had elections, and not even the candidates themselves will come out and cast a ballot. Zero <laughs> percent will turn out. The bureaucrats themselves won't come out and cast a ballot. I mean, normally you can count on the bureaucrats to come out and vote for their own system. But in some cases, nobody comes, and, well, what do you know? The whole town continues to exist the government uh, in, in that town continues to go on well i did ask that question of cal and you can go to uh you know the what is it our soundcloud page and and hear the interview now yeah you can access that at freetalklive.com look on the left hand side of the page under listen and share you'll find our soundcloud link there and there's also a link there directly to the edgington post podcast so if you want to subscribe we've got our main podcast which includes edgington post but if you just want to subscribe separately to edgington post you can do that as well it's all on the left hand side at freetalklive.com. It sounded like it was a great uh, conversation, really interesting and uh, passionate. There was passion involved. If that's what you wish to hear, yep, I've got it. Yeah. 
today. So uh, 855-450-FREE, that is the SACL CAI toll-free line. Uh, you can bring up absolutely anything that you want. I mentioned toward the very end of the show last night that there was news about how the FBI has been raiding people's homes looking for literature. According to greenisthenewred.com, when FBI and Joint Terrorism Task Force agents raided multiple activist homes in the Northwest last week, they were in search of, quote, anti-government or anarchist literature. The raids were part of a multi-state operation that targeted activists in Portland, Olympia, and Seattle, Washington. At least three people were served subpoenas to appear before a grand jury in Seattle that grand jury expected to happen tomorrow. In addition to anarchist literature, the warrants also authorize agents to seize flags, flag-making material, cell phones, hard drives, address books, and black clothing. The, what? <laughs> the listing of black clothing and flags, along with comments made by police, indicates that the FBI may ostensibly be investigating black block tactics used during May Day protests in Seattle, which destroyed corporate property. If that's true, how are books and literature evidence of criminal activity, asks the blog at greenisthenewred.com. To answer that, we need to look at the increasing harassment, surveillance, and prosecution of anarchists and political activists associated with the Occupy movement. In some cases, such as the May Day arrests in Cleveland, the FBI has been so desperate to arrest anarchist terrorists, so-called, that it supplied them with bomb-making materials and used an informant to entrap them. We were just talking about those guys last night. Uh, One of them's from Keene. I don't know him, but uh, he is originally from Keene. The same thing happened in Chicago. The motivation for these operations and the instruction that anarchist is equivalent to terrorist is coming straight from the top levels of the federal government. And as uh, I recently wrote, new documents show the FBI is conducting domestic terrorism training presentations about anarchists. The FBI presentation described anarchists as criminals seeking an, seeking an ideology to justify their activities. And this is the guilt by association. So, <laughs> now, this doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, the, the the criminals seeking an ideology to back their uh, activities. You know, if if these black block anarchists, I, I, if they're what I see on TV, which is people in black with balaclavas and masks over their face mm-hmm. and that kind of thing, tossing Molotov cocktails at uh, you know law enforcement uh, that's standing there, you know, uh, hapless law enforcement with shields and and sticks. If that's the case. How many other criminals that aren't ideologically driven are doing that? If they're seeking an ideology to back their their actions, then they would be somebody out there would be doing the actions without the ideology, right? Mm, right. If in fact the ideology drives them to do the actions, then what this person is saying is spurious. Your thoughts are certainly welcome at eight five five four fifty free. The guilt by association mentality that's guiding the FBI and JTTF assaults on political activity. If agents find anarchist literature in a raid, it's evidence of criminal activity because anarchism in and of itself, they claim, is criminal activity. Mm. The Seattle grand jury may or may not be investigating the May Day protests. What's clear, though, is that the grand jury is So being- what part of anarchism is criminal activity? I mean, is it the, the circle or the A? Is it the black... I mean, they were after black clothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, what part of anarchism is illegal activity? Because I'd have to know, anarchists probably eat uh, cereal for breakfast. It couldn't be that part, right? We all do that. Yeah. Um, you know, actually, I don't get cereal for breakfast, but whatever. A lot I mean, of people do, A lot yeah. of people eat cereal for breakfast. I mean, so I'm not sure what they do. I know that there's a uh, coffee bar out there called the Black and the Red, 
coffee right. bar uh, that uh, excluded police officers from coming in uh, coming in there. And I'm wondering, well, if they're anarchists, why haven't they locked them up for being illegal? Whatever that means. I guess there's more illegal people like, uh, you know, folks that cross the border without the papers. Um, you know, I just don't know. What, what part of anarchism is illegal? Apparently the ideas. Because this is clearly designed to send an intimidation uh, message to the people that consider themselves anarchists. Like, look out. If you're an anarchist, a raid could be in your future. Uh, we won't arrest you necessarily. We'll just take all your literature and your clothing and your masks and whatever else it is that we They find. call that stealing. Yeah. If, if I come up to you and I take your stuff, it's stealing. If a police officer comes up to you and takes your stuff without arresting you, then it's stealing. They only have arrest powers. It's not stealing when they do it, though, Mark. There's likely uh, an exception in the law for done under lawful authority. Yeah, well, what, yeah, we'll just call it lawful authority. We're never going to, you know, I mean, they're, suppo- they're not supposed to take your stuff unless they're arresting you. Grand juries are secretive processes that are frequently used against political activists in order to acquire information. They are fishing expeditions. If activists refuse to testify about their personal beliefs and political associations, they can be imprisoned. Jordan Holiday, for example, was recently released after serving more than six months in prison and being imprisoned once already for four months for asserting his First Amendment and Fifth Amendment rights and refusing to provide information about the animal rights movement. As one organizer with Occupy Seattle said after the raid, quote, we are not being raided for connection to any crime, but to some political ideology that the police think that we have. 855-453-SACL-CAI toll-free line. And even if you could win a court case after the fact, after spending a bunch of money on this, you probably won't get your stuff back. It's Free Talk Live. Are you looking for camping, hunting, or shooting gear? ManVentureOutpost.com carries knives, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, laser sights, fish finders, and boating equipment from manufacturers like Aimpoint, Bushnell, Otterbox, Crimson Trace, K-Bar, Remington, Streamlight, Winchester, and more. ManVentureOutpost.com. Family owned and members of the Better Business Bureau. Prices so low, some can't be advertised. Get an additional 5% off with coupon code FTL. Get it quick. Get it from ManVentureOutpost.com. Take control of the airwaves toll-free at 855-453. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website. Head over to freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features that we give to you. Uh, once again, freetalklive.com. Lots of archives. and They go all the way back to late 2006. You can download as many as you like. And once again, that's freetalklive.com to go and access those. And then, of course, the SoundCloud link on the left-hand side of the page. We'll take you to uh, the archives in a different form. It will allow you to easily share those archives with your friends on uh, your favorite uh, social networking bookmarking website. So head over, get interactive, and download uh, plenty of archives for free all at freetalklive.com. As we continue here, we'll take your calls about what you want, plus more about the raids on the homes of anarchists uh, here in a moment. It's pretty scary stuff. First, we go to Jules calling from St. Louis. Jules, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hi, I have some good news to report. Oh, uh, great! It happened last. Yeah, it happened last night. Brent Stra- uh, Stratford, who was arrested for trespassing at his own caucus back in March at the St. Charles County Rockus Caucus. I don't know if you remember or heard of that before. Was this the the um, Louisiana one, or which caucus was this? 
was in St. Charles, Missouri. Okay, what um, happened? There was about a thousand caucus participants, a strong contingent of Ron Paul supporters. Brent was the one that was supposed to be uh, was um, and to be elected chair. They uh, the caucus organizers had a no videotaping rule, which was against the procedures of the caucus, and that um, irated a lot of people. And uh, as such, the caucus pretty much was shut down before it started. Well, he uh, tried to do a rump caucus outside, still on the property of the school that it happened at. Okay, and the police, I, I remember this, yep. Yeah, and the police arrested him. For what Last exactly? Night, he, for trespassing. Being at the uh, on the school grounds that he was uh, supposed to be at? Correct. Okay. He was acquitted last night of the charges. Oh, fantastic. By a jury? Um, by a judge. Okay. Nice to know. Cool. I'm really glad and, that it worked out. Yeah. Did and he... I had attended the trial, and uh, there were some things that you have said that I noticed in the trial. And um, one thing was the cops were always saying, well, I felt threatened. <laughs> uh Brent Stafford, um, he is a physically disabled man, has a prosthetic leg, and is uh, has a hearing um, deficiency in at least one ear. Yep. Wow. I bet, I bet, you know, threatening already. A real threat, yeah. So did he have to hire an attorney to, uh, to succeed, or did he take this on alone? Did he have a public defender? Do you know? Uh, he actually had... Um, the Freedom Center of Missouri, which uh, the attorney Dave Rowland is doing a pro bono for oh, First Amendment cases, and took um, his case. Oh, thank goodness! Because that would have been horrible to, you know, have been arrested for trespass and then have to pay thousands of dollars for an attorney just to try, just to hope to get an, uh, an acquittal. Yeah, and call that a win. And call it a win. So he actually did uh, come out fairly. Uh, undamaged from this whole process and if anything it might have ended up getting the ron paul campaign a little bit of extra publicity uh so perhaps from a wider perspective it was a win uh but then any again no one the, wants to go to court any chance the rump caucus is going to be considered the uh the appropriate caucus or not actually they did a do-over caucus and the ron paul supporters if i remember correctly did uh take control of that caucus I see. Jules, thanks for the update. Appreciate hearing from you tonight. Glad to hear it worked out. 855-450-FREE. Gene, the Christian anarchist, is in Tennessee. You're on Free Talk Live. Gene. Hey, it didn't take me long. Only uh, one week after coming back to this country and the, the, gang of blue, the, the, the gang of thugs in blue got me and gave me a piece of paper saying that I violated one of their arbitrary ordinances. Oh, no. What happened? Which one was this? It was some ordinance called speeding. The first time I got one in the Corvette. So Now, how long were you in China? Uh, one month. So you were in China for an entire month, had no issues whatsoever with the police, and then within a week of returning, you, you've you already got uh, a court date? Uh, yeah. I, I haven't even called yet to find out what I'm going to do about it. But, uh, yeah, it didn't take me long. And, you know, these guys, uh, you know, I, I, I call up and I make comparisons, but people really need to go to other countries just to try and see what things are like, because we get 
a very distorted view of what other countries are like. And I never see this kind of attitude in other countries. We had a guy last night calling saying that he thought China was uh, the military was going to take over and invade, basically. Whose military is invading what? Well, China has the largest uh, army in the world, and therefore they're a threat to the United States and its interests. According to last night's caller. Yeah. Well, it would it would be a very uh, quite an undertaking to get that army to cross that ocean to come over here and bother us. So, unless uh, unless they get a whole lot of new ships or. Uh, troop ships and things like that, an aircraft carrier to support it. There's no way they're going to have to. Uh, that we need to worry about. They've it. got an aircraft carrier. One. They have one aircraft carrier, <laughs> an old uh, Soviet ship that they that never got finished in the uh, shipyards, and the Chinese bought it and finished it up, and now they're they're playing with it, trying to figure out how to use it. It's going to take them 20 years before they can get uh, support uh, troop, you know, support. Uh, vessels to keep that thing going and to right. make any kind of movements. Without with. the proper support vessels, um, an aircraft carrier is a uh, it's a landing dock for enemy bombs. Yep. <laughs> and, and they're almost obsolete now in the current war, state of warfare. So. Yeah, this, you know, in the next wars aren't going to be fought by people in airplanes. They're going to be bought by robots from the sky. Right. So, but any, the, the cops over there in China and the, the other people that I've talked to that are supposedly in authority they actually are nice to people. They're nice to Chinese people, and they're nice to foreign people. And they're not—they're not—they don't have the attitude that our TSA has, our police officers have, and of course, they don't have guns, so they can't shoot you through the head like our cops can. And interestingly, um, you know, the protests that have been going on in China regarding um, sort of the environmental protests, the government has capitulated um, at every point. When was the last time the government capitulated to a protest here in the United States? And and the Chinese government is known for that. I mean, they will hmm. bend over backwards when the when the crowds hit the street. The government will they'll they'll make some heads roll in order to satisfy the people and get them to shut up for a while. So they they do that all the time. It's well known over there that uh, I mean, even my wife's parents have have gone through the streets and protested some retirement cutback or something. I don't know what it was they were protesting, but you know the the government backtracked and, and made some concessions, and everybody walked away happy. And that's what happens over there all the time. Right. But you wouldn't call China the uh, the bastion of uh, freedom by Absolutely any stretch. It's not. It's, if it's, you try to do any kind of speech, uh, free speech against the government, uh, you will wind up getting taken down. So that's the one thing that you just can't do over there. Gene, uh, thanks the for the call tonight. Uh, good luck with your speeding ticket. Appreciate hearing from you. 855-453. Good con- uh, contrast there between the different governments and to appreciate the perspective as well as somebody who has actually been there one 450 you take control bring up what you want more on the raids on the homes of anarchists coming up free talk live. here on free talk live we've been pretty excited about the bitcoin it's a decentralized free market digital currency you can learn more about it at weusecoins.com but if you already have some bitcoins and you'd like to spend them you can spend them at spendbitcoins.com When you spend bitcoins on Amazon via spendbitcoins.com, Free Talk Live gets a cut. Or if you're an Australian trying to figure out how to buy bitcoins, you can buy them with cash at au.spendbitcoins.com. Once again, that's spendbitcoins.com. The 
This is Free Talk Live. Toll free number two nights for you, 855-453. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website. Head over to freetalklive.com. Enjoy the various features. On our site, uh, they are completely free. Once again, freetalklive.com features, including news updates. You can get signed up for email updates over at news.freetalklive.com. And that's also where you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook, where you'll get more than just news updates from Free Talk Live. You will get the same uh, kind of news content that we send out on the email list, but you get even more than that now during the live shows. We'll be tweeting and Facebooking as we have new topics and such and questions for you uh, to answer. So you can go to news.freetalklive.com to get interactive there. A uh, question I asked there a moment ago was raids on Twitter and Facebook, that is, uh, was raids on homes of anarchist cops searching for clothing and books, no arrests, still calling yourself an anarchist? Seems like yet another reason to uh, abandon that particular terminology for uh, those out there who seem to have quite the penchant for the term people who love liberty using the term anarchist just it doesn't seem to make any sense you're associating yourself with people who are seen as violent whether it's in a lot of cases they are it's in some cases they are whether that's an accurate uh, thing or not an accurate assessment or not is another question but to the feds they certainly believe that uh, being an anarchist is equivalent to being violent, and they're acting as though that's the case and going around raiding people's homes. We can continue with that and also take your calls, 855-450-FREE. Yeah, and speaking of taking calls, uh, it's the SACL CAI phone line. SACL CAI is a company that handles accounts receivable. They do collections, early out billing. They purchase charged-off receivables. If you have a company that needs to try something new in the area of accounts receivable, they can handle it for you. The prince, one of the principals over there, Jason Osborne, is a big supporter of Liberty, big supporter of Free Talk Live. And, you know, I don't know where Free Talk Live would be without uh, SACL CAI. We thank them. It's SACL CAI. So I've uh, been looking at a little deeper on this story that originally saw at greenisthenewred.com, uh, where Will Potter was reporting on these FBI raids in multiple locations. A multi-state operation happened in uh, Portland, Olympia, and Seattle Uh, So all in the Northwest where they seized anarchist literature as well as flags, flag-making material, cell phones, uh, hard drives, address books, and black clothing. Nemi is joining us uh, this evening. Good evening, Nemi. Good evening, Ian. Uh, So pretty disturbing news here as, uh, you know, thugs calling themselves the FBI dressed in basically army green, kind of the, you know, the... Uh, SWAT team look, but more militarized than you might think. That kind of look. Uh, these guys were swarming over these houses. There's photos from the media that happened to uh, find out about this and came onto the scene. Uh, photos of what looks like here. I'm looking at the, the picture of a front of one of these homes, and you can see at least a dozen uh, guys standing there. There may be more men in the home. Uh, they are carrying machine guns. And they clearly have somebody's, uh, you know, assent to act as though they're dealing with some very dangerous people. Right. I mean, this is how police act when they are dealing with very dangerous people. And looking at the the schedule, it says I, I don't you know, I don't know if you have this up, but it says they're at the basing the um, the search on consp- suspicion of conspiracy to destroy com- government property, interstate travel with intent to riot and conspiracy to travel interstate with intent to riot. It's thought police. Suspicion of conspiracy. So if I have the anarchist cookbook in my home or on my computer, does that mean that I'm more likely to be a mad bomber? 
I don't know what that means at all. Is that evidence of uh, of conspiracy to no commit more than, violence? No more than possessing a gun is the conspiracy to rob a bank. Because the Anarchist Cookbook, I mean, I haven't seen it in years, but I remember a copy of it uh, being in my possession at one point in the past, in the like the nineties as a teenager. Uh, the Anarchist Cookbook has drug recipes, it has bomb-making uh, recipes, and uh, all kinds of interesting information. And some have suggested that some of the uh, instructions in the Anarchist Cookbook are actually dangerous, and that if people actually try, oh my to, goodness. Uh, try to engage in some of those recipes... They you know somebody's have... face got set on fire trying to make napalm in there? No, but I had a copy of the Anarchist Cookbook when I was in high school. This is, what, 20 years ago? And yeah. now, it, now it's something that they can come raid your, raid your house over. That's I mean, right. That's crazy. Yeah, that's right. And, uh, you know, the uh, the Keene Activity Center has some anarchist uh, literature up on the wall. You know, it kind of makes me wonder about the raid that happened at the Keene Activity Center a little while ago. It wasn't an armed raid, crazy, you know, aggressive raid like this, uh, but there it was a raid, and it almost it makes a me wonder. zoning board raid. That was the claim, that it was a zoning thing, and I, I believe that's true. firefighters with them. But it did happen at around the same time that the FBI had taken an interest in the Keene Activity Center as well. Was it a coincidence? I'll leave that to you to decide. But in this case, uh, OregonLive.com is reporting on details. So originally we had a a blog post, and this is uh, local news media in Oregon. They say that it was part of an ongoing violent crime investigation, according to the FBI. Warrants were served at multiple locations there in, uh, I guess this is uh, Portland. North and Northeast Portland is the ones they were writing about. So they served uh, warrants on at least four different locations. No arrests were made. So this was simply to take stuff. They just wanted to take stuff. Just Get like they, videotape. Just like they do with the uh, marijuana clubs in California when they raid those. They take the plants, they take the cash, but they don't arrest anybody. If they have a warrant, I guess that it fits within the constitutional bounds. I mean, it's You would guess, but you can't actually read the warrant to find out because the warrants are sealed, according to the spokeswoman for the bureaucracy. Then, I, then as far as I'm concerned, then they're setting themselves up for violence. I mean, really? You're going to come in my home, but you're not going to show me the warrant? You're just going to tell me that you've got a warrant? How? I mean... How, how do I know that a warrant has been issued if you're not going to show me a warrant? Residents in the area. I mean, at that point, a person should be able to defend their property yes, from anyone. I agree. Right? I yes. mean, you're supposed to be able to defend your property, and they're yeah, refusing not, to show you a work. warrant. I agree with you. It's right. not going to work. I'm just saying that, look, I mean, what do they, what this position. This is what actually happened here. Right. What, what position do they leave somebody in? Well, you just do what you're told. You're right. I mean, you know, that's what you do generally. That's what I recommend you do when somebody's coming up to rob you on the street is do what they say, give them the money that they want and let them go away. But what do they have? They reduce themselves to. They're really just nothing but a gang of thieves at that point. Residents in the area of the raid awakened to the sound of a helicopter circling over the head. FBI agents were there raiding at eight, excuse me, 6 a.m. They were still on the location at approximately 10 in the morning. Uh, Rosa Aguiar, who owns the home and rents it out, says she believes the agents were not looking for the current tenants, but a group that had moved out more than a year ago. <laughs> Justice's terrible swift sword. Aguiar said she did not renew the group's lease because she had received received so many complaints about them. 
Panani Lee, who has lived in the neighborhood for three years, described the former tenants as anarchists who ra- uh, ran an information booth at Alberta Street's last Thursday event. She said large numbers of people were in and out of the house while the group was living there, and she was home when the FBI arrived this morning. She said, I heard lots of pounding at 6 o'clock. I got up and saw the whole thing. I saw them screaming to get in. They were using the battering ram, and finally the door just opened. She said the current occupants came out, and agents very quickly let them go. Near the uh, near another home, neighbors said no one had lived in the house for several years. In recent months, however, they did notice activity. Some, some Your tax dollars dizzy, at work. Dizzying police work here, <laughs> but these guys are some competent. Well, they claim that there was a light on inside recently and that uh, people in their 20s were coming and going recently. But it was a different, uh, it was rented to different people, though. This was a different house, and they didn't cause any trouble, but they seemed to be living in the house. Then, a month ago, an officer on a patrol car was seen checking out the home. Neighbors said they heard multiple loud bangs at uh, 6 in the morning, followed by yelling. So really, it looks like the uh, the FBI has succeeded at waking up the neighborhood at 6 in the morning. Uh, so by, you know, banging on the, these front doors, for that, fellas. bashing them in, you know, all to protect people from the anarchist literature in the neighborhood. Black clothes, too. Rundown uh, home apparent appeared to be empty uh, by the, by uh, excuse me except for a chair and a desk and a roll of paper towels visible from a window. Grass was overgrown at the location. Uh, what else do you need? Anarchists a- don't use paper towels. <laughs> So They shove them in the bottles to make Molotov cocktails. Oh, right, right, right. So this My is pretty mistake. disturbing. I mean, anybody who, who believes that, you know, your home is your castle, uh, anybody that believes in <laughs> the right to free speech... Their anachronism. ...should be pretty upset <laughs> about this. The idea that the possession of certain literature puts you on some kind of a suspect list and justifies police raids is pretty outrageous. And what do you do about this? Hire a lawyer? Sue for an apology. Great. I, I don't know about you, but I can't just afford to go uh, hire a multi-thousand dollar lawyer to try to get an apology or try to get my papers back. It's Free Talk Live. You take control. In every age, a technology is created that upends the foundations of society. The wheel, the printing press, the internet. Now, in a world sliding into financial chaos, a new technology is changing the way monetary systems work around the world. It is called Bitcoin. Bitcoin is a new form of money, controlled not by banks, governments, or corporations, but through mutual commerce between free individuals. To learn more, visit WeUseCoins.com. Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves here at 855-450-FREE. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line, and you can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site, so head over there and enjoy those on us. Joining you tonight in the studio, it's Ian. Nemi. And Mark. Uh, so, 855-450-FREE allows you to take control here. one 450 3733 That number brought to you by SACL CAI. Yep. Uh, Bitcoins. They're the world's first uh, digital currency. You can send and receive Bitcoins without having to pay any fees to any governmental agencies or any banking organizations. Your account is your own. It's impossible for anyone to mess with your account. They can't freeze it. They can't cause a chargeback. They can't take a fee out of it when you send anything. Nothing. Bitcoins. They're 100 percent 
yours and completely in your control. And you can get bit, um, check out uh, more about Bitcoins by going to weusecoins.org and get Bitcoins at bitinstant.com. There at bitinstant.com, you'll find out how you can go to more than 700,000 locations worldwide. Each different location has different, uh, you know, uh, specifications to it so you'll need to check out uh, the particular place you go but it's easy uh, you can go there and deposit money and have bitcoins in your account by the time you get back ian you did it absolutely it was easy very simple bitinstant.com all right so our number again 855-450-FREE you can bring up whatever's on your mind you know since we're in the northwest we'll give you another crazy story out of uh, the northwest oregon man sentenced to 30 jail us uh, 30 days in jail for collecting rainwater Yep, that's... on his property. In, in some of these western states, what that rainwater belongs to the state. A rural Oregon man was sentenced Wednesday to 30 days in jail. This was last week, and over fifteen hundred dollars in fines because he had three reservoirs on his property to collect and use rainwater. Gary Harrington of Eagle Point says he plans to appeal his conviction in circuit court on nine misdemeanor charges. Under nine misdemeanor charges under 1925 law for having what state water managers called three illegal reservoirs on his property and for filling the reservoirs with rainwater and snow runoff. Harrington told CNSNews.com in an interview that the government is bullying him. He says they've just gotten to be big bullies. And if you just lay over and die and give up, that just makes them bigger bullies. So we as Americans, we need to stand on our constitutional rights, on our rights as citizens, and hang tough. This is a good country and will prevail, he said. And I agree. If it's a good country, how did it get controlled by bad people? Well, I agree with the sentiment <laughs> of, uh, of his statement. I agree with him that if you continue to roll over for these people, they will continue to come up with new regulations, new taxes – New ways to control you. And that's why things are the way they are. That's why things are so bad is because people just go along to get along. They shrug their shoulders and say, oh, it's too bad. Oh, it sucks. I don't like it, but I'll just pay up. I'll do what you say. Here, have some money. Go away. Right, Just leave me alone. Leave my family alone. And who can blame them? I mean, you can't blame folks for doing that. I've done it. You've probably done it. Everybody's probably done it at some point, unless you're one of the uh, rare folks who's never had any kind of an encounter whatsoever with any regulatory agency, taxing authority, police uh, police officer, sheriff's rare. department. I mean, <laughs> maybe there's some so-called respectable out there that has avoided all of that. But it seems like uh, most people have had some sort of interaction. Yeah, with that, a, that person is the Lord of Greystoke, and that's it. Yeah. Uh, and so it's because people just do what they're told. It's because they just go along to get along is why they continue to invade our privacy. It's why they continue to invade our business with their regulations and to invade your wallet with their taxation. So you have to ask yourself, when will you stand up? Now, we talked in detail last night about how violence is not the answer. But I think that non-cooperation is a pretty strong solution to the problem of government uh, continuing to reach into our lives. If people just wouldn't go along to get along anymore, if they would, for instance, when charged with some nonsense like this, collecting rainwater on your property or a speeding ticket or cannabis possession or, you know, you fill in the blank of whatever victimless crime that they're regularly charging people with. I mean, police are out there pulling people over all day, every day and issuing people ticket after ticket after ticket. Parking tickets are uh, issued left and right in uh, cities with parking ordinances and parking meters and such, all you have to do is take it to trial and uh, then their system will crash and burn. If you have enough people 
deciding they're going to not take this anymore and they're going to go ahead and challenge their uh, so-called crimes, that that would create such a load of cases, such a burden of cases on the court system that charges would have to be dropped. Now, of course, it's possible that you live in an area where this is advice that is not very helpful. And there are certain areas in which they have uh, what you call court costs. In some, in, case some, uh, in some cases, in some jurisdictions, they actually will require that you pay a fine in advance before allowing you to challenge it in court. So there's some places where it's really ridiculous to just try to get a court trial, uh, the supposed right to a trial that you have. Manchester's like that. Really? Yeah. You have to pay a fine in Manchester before you can take yep, something for a parking to trial? Ticket. Yep. Parking ticket, you have to pay in full before you can take it to trial. Wow, I'm, I'm shocked by that. Uh, another reason not I to move to Manchester. I suspect it's coming to Keene. Soon you know, enough, maybe yeah. so. It wouldn't surprise me. I'm surprised they haven't outlawed Robin Hooding yet. We've got uh, people that will go around from parking meter to parking meter and eyeball them and see which meters are expired and put a you know put a nickel in there to give somebody five more minutes uh, to prevent them from getting right. a ticket from the meter maid. They don't like it very much. The meter maids have actually oh, no. called the police on the people that have been <laughs> doing right. the Robin Hooding, <laughs> but the police haven't been able to do anything about it because there's no ordinance in Keene about that. But in some cities, there is an ordinance that prohibits people from putting money in anyone else's meter yep, besides true. their own. They um, they had the parking experiment downtown that would have negated Robin Hooding, too, but That's that true. failed. Yeah. I was surprised to see that failed. Yeah, I was, they admitted it failed. I was, too. The uh, police chief actually admitted publicly that uh, the, there was a wrong decision to put these uh, kiosks up, the ones where you pay at the location and you put a little receipt on your dash, those sorts of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that did actually fail miserably here in yeah. Keene. People, there was a big pushback against that. And when people... You know, people weren't refusing to pay the tickets, but they were at least speaking up. They were at least contacting the police and contacting the city rather than just quietly going along to get along. So it's it's good to speak out. It's good to contact the uh, the bureaucrats and complain. It's good to fill up their email boxes and their voicemails with messages. And the best thing you can do is refuse to obey is refuse to pay the tickets, take them to court. And, of course, if you're here in New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project, in most places they don't have this thing where you have to pay in advance. Uh, in Concord, I know that's not the case because I've challenged a parking ticket in Concord as well as, uh, as well as here in Keene. So there's a real benefit, obviously, to getting people together who think of, uh, or of a like mindset. Anyway, my point is this guy's absolutely right when he says that people need to stand up or the bully just keeps getting more and more uh, in, you know, integrated in your life. Just takes more and more and uh, demands more obedience. Sure. If, uh, you know, if the bully can get 10% of your earnings, then why wouldn't he ask for 15 the court has given Harrington, and this is the case of the guy with the, uh, the rainwater he's collected, two weeks to report to the Jackson County Jail to begin serving his sentence. Harrington said That'll teach him. He said the case first began in 2002 when state water managers told him there were complaints about three reservoirs, that is, ponds, on his more than 170 acres of land. Now, how is it that someone would be able to complain about that? I mean, I'm just curious. Look, I get it when somebody complains about, uh, like, a couch out in my tenant's lawn, which happened to me several years ago. I live in a neighborhood in a relatively, you know, urban area, at least for New Hampshire. Houses are somewhat close together. Uh, Plots are not very large. You know, you can see the whole plot of land from the street, that kind of thing. 170 acres? Who's complaining about this? The person flying the plane over the property. 
Great point. That um, or the possibility exists that they have, uh, you know, one of these. Uh, you know, here in New Hampshire, you have uh, this sort of right. Um, you know, they'll they'll reduce your taxes if you put it into current use, and it's not much of a reduction, but it is some uh, some reduction in your taxes if you basically put it in current use. That means that people can hunt, um, you know, hike or do what the horse ride or whatever they want basically on your land as long as they don't you know disturb your property essentially. So. That's you know that's what th- that's the trade that you make. You you allow people to hike on your property in exchange for lower taxes, and maybe that is the same way it is over there. According to Oregon water laws, all water is publicly owned. Translation: public means government. Yeah, there's uh, anyone who wants to store any type of water on their property must first obtain a permit from state water managers. Harrington said he applied for three permits to legally house reservoirs. For storm and snow water runoff on his property, one of the reservoirs had been on his property for 37 years, he said. Yeah. Though the State Water Resource Department initially approved the permits in 2003, the state and a state court ultimately reversed the decision. He said, they issued me my permits, I had my permits in hand, and then they retracted them arbitrarily. They took them back and said, no, you can't have them. So I've been fighting it ever since. 855-450-FREE. Oh, no, you've already built those reservoirs? Well, you can go ahead and tear them down you now. You can fill, fill, fill them full of dirt until we say it's okay again. That's our water falling from the sky. 855-450-FREE. That's where the complaints came from. That's how absurd this is. Hour two's next. Hi, I'm Derek J. I don't want a politician to represent me. To me, government is the idea that one group of people can coerce everyone to comply with an edict or face increasing punishments up to and including death. Despite perhaps the most noble of intentions, the best government services are a far cry from what could be provided for by voluntary interactions. Besides, the people who call themselves the government wage wars and put peaceful people in jail for crimes involving no victims. If Starbucks used some of its money to drop bombs, I wouldn't shop there. So why would I support the American Empire? The Empire does not require my consent. Derek J's Victimless Crime Spree, available now free in HD. See it now at VictimlessCrimeSpree.com. Live launching here into the second hour of the program. You are invited to take control of the airwaves. 855-453 is the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-855-450-3733. Join us on our website. Head over to freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features that are waiting for you there. We have a lot of features there for you, and you can create the content. That's the main feature of the site is everything you see down the front page, those items that are numbered on the left-hand side, they are created by listeners like you. You find something online, you submit it as show prep. It is then on the upcoming stories page where people can vote on them. You can vote up, vote down. The more upvotes an item gets, the more likely it is to be promoted to the front page and the top of the website. Get over to freetalklive.com to get interactive. And then once you uh, get logged into your free account, you can begin the voting process and vote on whatever you see. You can also click upcoming stories to vote on those. That's probably the most important page on which to vote. 
and you can submit stuff to the site. So when you find something online that you think is interesting, you submit it for our listeners to see and vote on as well. So once again, freetalklive.com. Right to your phone calls. Erod is listening in Georgia. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Nemi, and Mark. Hey, Erod. Yeah, hey. Hey, hey that last story was pretty absurd. The, uh, the guy that was uh, arrested and prosecuted and now going to be jailed for 30 days for collecting water on his property? Yes, yes but if you want to hear something that's really absurd, something I heard just today. Today I had a bunch of stuff I was taking to a donation center. And typically the people who actually work in the donation center are there because of uh, they're doing community service, either because of uh, the, their attorney's uh, suggested that they, be, they they go there or they're court-ordered. So I was there, and uh, there was one guy there, and so I'm just kind of like, you know, shooting the crap with him. And I asked him, well, you know, what did you do? And I, I you know, and I'm just totally floored. You want to hear absurd? Listen to this. So he said, and this is a young guy, you know, early 20s. Uh, he, so he said he's in his car, you know, with, um, you know, with a bunch of his buddies. They get stopped by the police. and. Um, they won't break into crime. I guess, you know, it's probable cause when you have, uh, when you're young and you've got four males in the car, there's probable cause, you know, you need to be stopped. Yeah. So anyway, it's they got stopped, close. you know, and, and, and the police officer wanted to uh, check the car. And much to this guy's credit, he said, no, you know, you're not going to check my car. You know, I, you know, I don't give you consent. So he said, they're going to bring the, 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 uh, the dogs out. So they brought the dogs out. Mm. Now, listen to this. <laughs> And, you know, this is so unbelievable. I mean, I'm still just stunned by it. So they bring the police, car, the, the police dogs out. And so you know what the guy did when the police dogs got there? So the police dogs, you know, you know jumped up on the car and were smelling in there. And the driver of the car, the guy that I talked to today, said he pet the dog. Okay? Guess what he got? Assault. Bit? <laughs> no, no. He got... A trip to jail. Why? Obstruction. Oh, okay. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't charge him with assault on a police officer. It's pathetic. It's pathetic. But can you believe it? No. You talk about absurdity. The guy is telling me he got obstruction charge brought on him because he petted the dog. And I'm saying, oh, my God, what is going on? You know, I've heard some absurd stories. I mean, I've listened to you guys, and, I've, and I thought I've heard it all. And I'm and I'm listening to this guy, and he's telling his story. Now he's, I mean, he's facing obstruction charges. Yep. He has to go to court. He has to lawyer up. Yep. I mean, you know, I mean, it's it's ridiculous. It is absolutely ridiculous. And I'm asking myself, I mean, when is the world going to wake up? I mean, what can actually be done about this? I mean, really, is this what we pay our cops to do? Because the guy petted the dog. It's obstruction? Really? This I is mean, um, this wasn't even national news. This is some guy you went to the to, to, you know to the local Goodwill or whatever, and he happened to be there when you asked the question. Right. I mean, you know, this isn't even news. This is just one guy. One of those stories. I mean, this is a random story. And I mean, how many of these are going on everywhere? This is just everywhere, everywhere. And you know, and and it should be, and you know, and I, I, you know, I don't know. I, I just, you know, sometimes I, I hear that story, I want to cry. Right, and he you know, got I, convicted, I really, right? I mean, he's he's done with that. That's, like, that's he's there because he already has been convicted. Well, you know, whatever the case, I mean, obviously he pleaded, I mean, he didn't, um, 
I guess he didn't go down guilty, you know, because, mm-hmm. you know, obviously if it was not guilty, it would be a jury trial, and he wouldn't have to do this community service. There you are know? so that's, many that's violations of people's rights like this that there aren't enough lawyers who care enough to jump up and help all these folks out. There aren't enough people in the, uh, you know, ACLU or whatever who are willing to take on these cases. They're certainly the average lawyers just looking to make money. Uh, they're not, you know, trying to do a bunch of pro bono cases to help these people out. And even if they were, there's such a caseload out there of uh, innocent people who are being harassed by the police that it wouldn't be physically possible for the attorneys who actually care to take all those cases on. So people just get screwed. Right. Not only that, you know, the guy probably thought, well, if I plead not guilty, you know, you're taking your chance between 12 people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm sorry, you know, I don't trust my fellow citizen or whatever you want to call them. I don't trust them because they probably will come back and say, well, you shouldn't have been touching the dog. Yeah. You know? yeah. I mean, a police dog. I mean, you know what? If I kill you. You know, I'd probably get less charges, you know, a time versus a police dog because police dogs are almost, they're considered law enforcement officers. That's right. That's right. Which is why I think he actually ended up lucking out with just getting the obstruction charge as opposed to assault assault, on a police officer. Exactly. They could have charged him with a felony. Exactly. On on a dog. On a dog. A dog. And all he did was pet the dog. And his car. Yeah, right, exactly. The dog and, came and, in and, his car. Exactly. You know, and you know, and I like I said, I hear these stories and and I just want to say, you know, what can be done? You know, you guys got Not the free much. state project, you know, and all that is good and great, you know, but practically a lot of people can't, you know, we just, just can't do it. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. You say so when? When are people going to get fed up with this crap? Right. I mean, when are people going to say, you know what, enough is enough? I think know? it's coming. I think you it's think coming. So? Yeah, I do. I and do. What form will it take? A jury nullification. Yeah. Well, well you know what? And that's what well, I. If you don't that's get what a jury. I think. But that's that. You know, that's what I think because you know what. I'm not in a position right now where I can, you know, go out and be a hardcore activist. But what I can do, what I've committed to do, is that, you know, if I'm ever called on a jury, you know what, you know, 30 years ago, you could have, you know, if it was the cop's word versus the, you know, average citizen, you know, I might have given the cop, you know, the edge, but not anymore, not anymore. The cop Mm. better prove his case. Now, I'm not willing to let some murderer, some killer, rapist go free. But if it comes comes down between an average person and a cop, oh, the cop better have high-definition pictures, you know, uh, or, or, or HD video with extreme close-up before I take your word for it. Because I'm not automatically going to take a cop's word over anything anymore. No. And they've done it to themselves. I would agree. And I feel the same way. Yeah. Well, so I, I, I think I that maybe maybe that tide is turning, and that's you know that's pretty useful. The idea that people would change their minds about giving credit to the police, I think that can be useful. But I don't know, Nemi. They can just charge people with crimes that don't rise to the level of a jury trial. I don't know if there are states out there where you can get a jury trial for everything, but I highly doubt it. Uh, here in New Hampshire, for instance, you can only get a jury trial on Class A misdemeanors and up. So the trespass charge that they hit me with for going to court. Uh, from where I've been banned forever, they have reduced to a Class B. So they've effectively shut me out of getting a jury trial. I'm going in front of a, of a judge. Right, and the if guy I get that convicted, you probably. If I get convicted, no, it's not the same. No, it was a sheriff that banned me from the courthouse, I not, see. not a judge. But, oh, uh, don't worry, he was doing it at the word of uh, one of the judges. 
Maybe he was. I don't know. But either way. Are you going in front of a judge in the same building? Nope. Different building. <laughs> Good. But they all know each other. Anyway, the point is, I and don't they all get know ju- you. I, yeah, I don't get a jury trial. So all they have to do is just charge people with Class B misdemeanors or the equivalent in Georgia or wherever it is we're talking about, and no jury trial. But you're still looking at uh, ser- serious fines, and of course, yeah. you know, you can't pay the fine, you go to jail. Then, hey, thanks, yeah. Erod. I appreciate hearing from you tonight, and yep. I uh, share okay. your frustration. Eight five five four fifty three, but I'm not really shocked. One eight five five four five zero. I'm shocked. Three seven three three. You take control. This is Free Talk Live. Bring up whatever you want. What should you do about this? Got any ideas? Feel free to share them. People ask me, Tim, why did you start VerbalSurgery.com? Well, it's easy. I started making these podcasts to make you feel better right now. That's right. From the tops of the Himalayas to the bottom of the deepest seas. That's right. These broadcasts go out to everywhere on the planet and most importantly, deep inside of your brain to make you feel better right now. And isn't that what it's all about? VerbalSurgery.com. Check it out today. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com and all the features we give to you. So enjoy them. Once again, that's freetalklive.com. And those features include the listening options, live streams. We've got them in different size bit rates. So for different speed internet connections, maybe you're on a mobile phone connection that's just not so hot, you might want to try one of our lower uh, bit rate uh, live streams. Go to listen.freetalklive.com to get access to those, plus a list of our over 100 great radio stations on AM and FM throughout the country. We've got that there for you, plus our satellite options, including XM Satellite Radio, as well as our free-to-air KU Band satellite channel. The webcam is available to you, of course, as well as the listen lines that allow you to call from any phone that can dial long distance and listen that way once again go to listen.freetalklive.com if you need to get some gold or silver you need to be able to comparison shop and you need to be able to get it easily go to gold.freetalklive.com we make it easy for you there you'll get some of the best rates you're going to be able to find and you can help free talk live it's gold.freetalklive.com Certainly don't put all of your investment money into uh, gold and silver, but you need to diversify. And it really looks like, I mean, there was a, actually a pretty pretty good-sized drop in silver today, but it looks like they're liable to go up. The Federal Reserve continues to print money. Generally, metals go up versus, the federal, versus uh, inflation. So it's gold.freetalklive.com. Let's continue here. We'll take your calls and then more about the police. They're out of control. But what should really be done about this? I mean, there's so many frustrating stories, so many that we never even hear about. And uh, that's what we just heard about was one man who was charged with a what was probably a misdemeanor uh, for petting a police dog as it searched his car. And they called it obstruction of justice. I mean, there's just no shortage of ridiculous, outrageous, frustrating stories that are presented to us out there. And sometimes failing to cower in the presence of authority yeah. should be a truer charge. Yep. Sometimes, sometimes uh, they happen to us, or our friends, or our loved ones and family members. And let's and, let's not forget with this police dog situation, he refused to to allow the officers to search beforehand, and that's really what it comes down to. Ah, uh, yes, they were punishing him for his refusal. 
So, but what do you do about this? I mean, you hear about these stories. There's no shortage of them. But what do you really do? I mean, yeah, it'd be great if tomorrow everybody just started non-cooperating. But that's not really likely to happen. Uh, people may be getting to a point of frustration. Emmy, as you suggested, you think something's bound to change. Oh, it's coming. I just wonder what, you know, what form is that going to take? I fear that whatever it's going to be is going to be violent. Yep. And that will cause a, an even greater backlash. And I don't want to live in that uh, that world. That's kind of a scary place. Uh, so I think that uh, you know peaceful non cooperation is the answer. But that takes a deliberate movement of people who are willing to take that sort of risk. People who are willing to you know put their freedom on the line in the hopes that more freedom can be found in the future. And that's why I think the Free State Project is such an important concept to bring people together who have the same values, uh, the ideas of liberty, that uh, want to do something about it. Now, whether that means doing non-cooperation or civil disobedience, or maybe it means working within the system to try to make it less tyrannical, whatever it means, having that deliberate community of people who've come together for the same purpose, the general same purpose, is I think where real change can come from. And we have seen change. We've got over 1,000 people in New Hampshire now as part of the Free State Project. Over 12,000 people are planning on getting here. If those 12,000 people could get here by the end of the year, we'd see some real change real fast. Yeah. Uh, so the, you know, the more people that can take steps, take action, and move towards freedom in a concentrated area, the better. If people around the country scattered about here and there decide to engage in non-cooperation, nothing will change. You won't be a significant uh, increase uh, to the budget of the courts. You won't be a real burden on their system. Yep. You'll just be an, uh, you know, an annoying gnat that they will uh, swat away. Oh, they'll swat it dead. Yeah. Uh, they, well, they don't swat it away. They swat them dead because they're afraid that the gnats will breed. But if the gnats get uh, bad enough, then the cops will just begin to ignore them. So, again, it's that concentration factor that I think is going to really be the factor into making this happen, and it can happen soon enough. So you can go to freestateproject.org to learn more about that. Again, freestateproject.org. Brian is in Tennessee. We've got more outrageous cop stories uh, on the way. Nemi's got one to share. But first, Brian, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, guys. Um, you know, because I wasn't really listening until I got on the phone waiting on the call, but this sort of ties into what I'm going to say, because you're saying, like, people of a common mind, doing the same thing uh, for pretty much the same reason, right? Well, I don't think people have to do the same thing, but I think that people who get together in the same Some area— Some will do the same things, though. Right. I think that uh, if you get a mass amount of people uh, converging in the same area, some will do the same things and more will be doing something. And the more people do something about this, the more likely something good is going to happen. Okay. And some... okay true enough. Okay. My re- the, re- the reason I called was basically um, in, in, um, in, in this geographical place we call uh, a United States, the, in the left-right paradigm, the re- the right has far more people that are willing to walk in that lockstep. Far, far more. Because I mean, uh, this from you know reading the Facebook accounts, you know, from since last week. I mean, it was uh, they planned from from the moment that Mike uh, Huckabee uttered, "Let's make uh, August first Chick Fil A Day" from every poll put in this country. Uh, you know, basically to make Chick make this Chick Fil A Day, you know, to show their numbers. And I've never seen um, just that just that ability to lockstep without without a whole lot of thought, just because it was something heard to do. You don't see that on the left or 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 anywhere, but the right will march in lockstep 
to just well, they have a real uh, love for military, all things military, and uh, you know they they respect uh, that concept of following orders and doing what they're told. But I don't know if it's true that the left doesn't do that uh, that sort of thing too. Oh, no. They're far too they're far too rare. You you can't get five people that that are basically on the left to agree on anything. Well, I mean, <laughs> if this was the case, the left would would go to the next Muppets movie and just sell that baby out, right? But I don't yeah, think, but it's gonna, not going to happen, right? I don't think it's going to happen either. I would like to. I, I thought about this a similar thing today. Is um, you know, to me, the left is just more fractured. Not not to say I'm part of the left, just to, that it's more fractured. Oh, you're just than the observing. Right. And and they they kind of get in their own way in a lot of ways. But I was looking, I was thinking about uh, Gay Pride Day at uh, whatever it is at uh, Walt Disney World, mm-hmm. and that baby's packed, so they can get there for that. Um, and if you know, if if that's that's the best example I could come up with to the contrary. And I was having a similar thought as to what you were having today. Um, but Chick Fil A. I mean, at this point, people, uh, there are businesses all around the country trying to figure out how they can get boycotted by the left. Well, but now, but. Oh, yeah, exactly. To the point about the uh, the left, though, I mean, Occupy was a pretty big deal. I mean, that was. But fractured. There wasn't anybody telling anyone what to do. Occupy with that. did nothing compared to what the Tea Party did. The Tea Party put all kinds of people in office, including, uh, you know, the, uh, another another one just won a uh, primary. Just because somebody comes around and says they're, you know, a Tea Party conservative, they're, they doesn't look mean like anything. they look like Tea Party. You know what? The Senate is com- the Senate and the House of Rep- uh, Representatives is complaining about the Tea Party. They're not complaining about Occupy. Occupy did nothing. They they made a lot of noise, and God bless them for doing it. But well, they the- weren't able to make anything happen. Again, I you know I don't really care if somebody gets elected calling themselves a Tea Party conservative. It doesn't really mean anything. I mean, there's fine. There's, Would it you care mean if somebody anything. got themselves elected so, as an Occupy liberal? I yeah, I guess Mark, that hasn't happened. No, um, it is not gonna. But my point was no. that people came out and did something, and and uh, Brian on was the saying they didn't do that. So if you got more Brian, you can stick with us. More coming up. It's free talk live. MindThings.com is a fun online game that pits you against people around the world to mine for scarce resources. Do business in a capitalist economy with virtually mined gold tax-free. You could be a trader doing business between cities, a pirate lying in wait for hapless traders, a guard capturing pirates, or one of nine other professions. It doesn't require a big-time commitment. Your mining robots work whether you're logged in or not. It costs nothing to play, but you can buy bonuses. They even accept bitcoins. Go to MindThings.com. Use coupon code FTL. Double your mining speed. It's free. MindThings.com. This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up whatever you want. Toll free at 855-453. It's the SACL CAI toll free line. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the various features you'll find they're completely free. Once again, freetalklive.com. And those features on the site include our news options, which include Twitter and Facebook and email, news.freetalklive.com. Takes you there, news.freetalklive.com. And we have been doing more tweeting and Facebooking than ever before in the past, uh, within the last couple of week, couple of weeks on this program. 
And so you can get interactive with us in that extra way. Now, obviously, the phone calls come first, but there are comments that you can leave to us that uh, we might just talk about on the air on our Twitter and Facebook. So be sure to check those out. You can also um, go to twitter.freetalklive.com to be taken directly to our Twitter feed and facebook.freetalklive.com to be taken directly to our Facebook page. Let's go right back into your phone calls. Brian is uh, still there in Tennessee. Brian, uh, did you have more thoughts on this idea that the, the yeah, right? Yeah, I, I, I do. Um, as um Okay, Mark mentioned, uh, you know, uh, Gay Pride Day in, you know, at Disney World. Um, that, that, that's a fantastic, you know, uh, event. But, you know, it's, it's still sort of, it's still a segmented event for only one type of, uh, one type of, well, basically one cause or, or, or one segment of the population. Whereas when something comes across as, uh, you know, from, from in the left-right paradigm, just as an observer, it seems to encompass Everything and of course it all is. It all is coming under the the banner and the chant of USA, USA, USA. You're talking about how uh, people are going to this Chick Fil A day. Uh, that oh, are, yeah. that yeah. you're saying the right is just responding in mass. That there's not one particular segment of them that's uh, that's doing this. Exactly. Now, you, know, you make now, a now, fair we'll observation. I, it it may be accurate. I. I you know, I've never really been part of the right like that, so I, I can't really speak from experience. You know, the um, the right has the advantage of sort of wrapping in um, faith and jingoism into what they um, – with nationalism into what they say. I mean, if you do what the talk show hosts on the radio say to do, then you love Jesus and America. Mm. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, whereas the left doesn't have that advantage, uh, you know, they're not sure exactly what their banner is. And, right. Um, some people are religious. Some are atheists. So, it's yeah. just all over the place as to what their banner is. Um, you know, they, they, they. You know, in in some cases they may have better ideas. In some cases they may have worse ideas. I'm not, uh, you know, making judgments based on that. We're just observing. But if you want to go to Chick Fil A and wait an hour and a half for a flat sandwich, I mean, you know, the, what I like the taste of their chicken and everything, but the buns are always kind of mushed in there with yeah. that pickle. You know, it's turned turn the bun green on the inside. Yeah. You know, I mean. I eat these things and I'm happy with them, mind you. But I would not wait an hour and a half for nothing. Um, I don't think I could go to a Chick Fil A uh, anymore, except for the one in Nashua, and we'll tell you about that one here in a moment. I'm interested uh, in that. But uh, Brian, anything else you want to share? Now, what's going to be interesting to see, just as for, for just Chick Fil A's part, is this would just be a spike? I mean, because this is one day. Ensure the business is going to look good, but what's it going to look like? You know. A month from now, six months. From it now. can't be bad. I mean, they've gotten huge amounts of publicity out of this. It's more oh, yeah. publicity than Chick Fil A's probably. Every day. They're not, you know, the, the franchisees aren't going to be making money like this every day. No, no, they, no doubt. I mean, it's going to. I think you're right about that. But the the branding is huge, and so oh, when when people have heard Chick Fil A over and over again, they're more likely to think of Chick Fil A when they get hungry and they need some sort of fast food, or when the kids are, you know, clamoring for some kind of happy meal. Uh, they're more likely to think of Chick Fil A because a of large the a large segment of the population, and by that, let's call it ten percent, um, has been imprinted at this point chick-fil-a good righteous chick-fil-a righteous and so therefore when they have the opportunity to choose between fast food company a and chick-fil-a you know that righteous light will flash in their their uh, mind and then you know they'll realize that i'm helping rush limbaugh and jesus um if i go eat uh you know one of these flat chicken sandwiches now there are on the other side of that uh there are going to be people who are not going to go to chick-fil-a anymore who are upset about what Chick Fil A, uh, oh, sure. you know, has uh, this? 
its executive essentially made some statements that were essentially anti-gay. Uh, was it the CEO well, it wasn't or anti-gay. the CFO? Anti-gay. It was uh, you know belief belief in traditional marriage. Translation: anti-gay. You, well, I uh, mean, it's well, anti-gay to you. It's it's not tr- anti-gay to somebody else. It's the president who made the comments. Yeah, he's the, the president Baptist. of, of uh, yeah, Chick Fil A. Yeah. So, so this guy makes these comments, and that's going to obviously upset some people. So you're right, Mark. There are a number of people who are going to think of Chick-fil-A and go there. There are going to be also people who refuse to go to Chick-fil-A who might have previously gone. But the question is, are more people going to go to Chick-fil-A than stop going to Chick-fil-A? I've never been to Chick-fil-A. This certainly doesn't endear me to get in the car and go to one. Well, right, but you're I, not on I've, the I've right. I've never been to one either. I have been to Chick-fil-A, and I like them fine. I don't think that any of the chickens bear their necks for Jesus and Rush Limbaugh, so therefore <laughs> I am not going to make my judgments about Chick-fil-A based on uh, you know what the president of the company has said regarding gay marriage. It just me- It's meaningless to me. If I'm hungry Absolutely. and a Chick-fil-A is nearby and I feel like a Chick-fil-A sandwich, I will have that. Well, thanks for the call, Brian. I appreciate hearing from All you tonight. Right. Uh, I know it was uh, there was a news story about how Antonine Dodson, I think is his name, has uh, come out in favor of Chick Fil A, and he is a he is gay and black. Uh, he's the guy that they they made the video uh, out of. Have you ever seen Auto Tune the news? I don't even know no. what you're talking about. Oh, it's funny stuff. So, do you know what Auto Tuning is? Yes. Yeah, this is the, what, what Cher did with that one song. So it's frequently found in uh, you popular music. This life after love. Oh my God! Really? Yeah. Right, right. Uh, <sighs> that's certainly a popular example of auto tuning. Uh, but auto tuning is something that's done a lot in uh, popular music these days. There's a great and video out there where they take some girl who can't sing at all, and then they auto tune her voice into Rebecca show- Black. I have no idea. Friday? I think, yeah. No, no. No, this is a video to show how auto-tuning works. Oh, I see. And yeah. it shows how a, a woman who just simply can't sing um, is being auto-tuned. And it's, she sounds great. Like, she's hot and she's dancing and she's yeah. singing and it looks great. And then they take it off and like it, she's hot and she's dancing and she can't sing. <laughs> and then they put it back on and you're like, oh boy, this wow. really changes everything. I would love to see that. I have not yet seen that one. But I don't know what to call it, but I'm, I, I can imagine now after uh, saying this that... One of our uh, producers will say something. So Auto-Tune the News is a group on YouTube that takes news segments and they auto-tune them. So auto-tuning, I don't know how the process works, but it uh, is some sort of magical uh, technolo- technological process that uh, that makes people's voices different than they otherwise would be. And I'm sure there's a better way to explain it, but I don't know it how. It makes them to- a little robot yeah, it sounds weird uh, when you listen to it, but but it sounds good at the same time, right? So they've taken news clips which have no singing aspect to them whatsoever. They're just news clips of like somebody being interviewed or some news anchor or whatever, and then they put it through the auto tune process and kind of create a remix out of it. Anyway, there's one guy who kind of made it big on the internet through auto tune the news. He was uh, being interviewed about an attempted rape in, uh, of his sister. And uh, it's ridiculous and hilarious. The I mean, rape's obviously a pretty serious subject, but what they did with him on Auto-Tune the News is funny. And so now he's like an internet celebrity as a result of this and has uh, has blown up. Anyway, he's flaming gay, and he came out in favor of, uh, of Chick-fil-A. So he made a video in which he's eating and drinking uh, Chick-fil-A. And, and why is that? Why is he in favor of Chick-fil-A? Yes. He's basically your position. He just doesn't care about all this. He's like, I'm going to eat my chicken and uh, enjoy you know, my waffle fries. I like Chick-fil-A, and uh, I don't really care about all that. But uh, there is interesting news about Chick-fil-A. In, uh, the, the, there's one Chick-fil-A in New Hampshire, apparently. It's in Nashua. Chick-fil-A seems like more of a southern thing. I don't really see them all over the place. I don't see it that way. In the northeast, but 
Uh, Chick Fil A. I don't see a lot of uh, fast food. Uh, you know, sort of the the second rate fast food, the second tier fast food restaurants here in Keene. I mean, we live in <laughs> we live in a pretty small yeah. city comparatively. I just don't recall seeing a whole lot. We don't of, have like an Arby's or a White Castle. There's no. nothing like that. There's no here. Popeyes, and I, I I I you know I want to protest formally. Right. I'm here just saying when I was driving up here through the various different states, I didn't see a whole lot of Chick Fil A's once I got out of the South. That's all. Do you look for them? You know, if I noticed them. I mean, I, I like Chick Fil A. I like their food, so I'm likely to. I was likely to stop there. Uh, I don't like what this president has said, but Anthony Picolia, the manager of the only Chick Fil A in New Hampshire, is excited to be the sponsor of New Hampshire Pride Fest coming up here in uh, pretty soon. A week. Yeah, August 11th actually is when it's going to happen. So there's the Chick-fil-A CEO who's basically anti-gay and ultra-religious. See, this is why I don't care is because it it can't possibly be the feeling behind everybody. Indeed. 855-453-SACL-CAI toll-free line. Do you have a website or product that you make available to people nationally or even internationally? Free Talk Live is heard on more than 100 radio stations and two XM channels. FTL's also been voted five times the best political podcast of the year and four times been named to Talkers Magazine's Heavy 100 list, the 100 most important radio programs in the country. We can do ad packages for you from as little as $500 a month on up to $3,000. I'll work with you to customize a package that will work within your budget. Contact me, Mark, at mark at freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in here toll-free at 855-453. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website. Head over to freetalklive.com and enjoy the various features that are waiting for you there. Once again, freetalklive.com. And if you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can do that. All you have to do is shop with us. Head over to shop.freetalklive.com. That's where you'll find links to uh, the Amazons in the U.S., the U.K., and Canada. You click into the right Amazon for you, and Free Talk Live will get a portion of your purchase price. It's that simple. You get the same stuff you're used to getting on Amazon, whether it's you know uh, your favorite DVD or Blu-ray or uh, you know some new book that's coming out or even digital books. You know, whatever it is Amazon sells. We'll get a cut when you enter through shop.freetalklive.com. Thanks to everybody who's done that because they've really stepped up uh, recently. Yeah, there's been a nice little uh, spike and yeah. uh, actually it, a boost. And it's, uh, you know, the fact is the radio industry during the summer tends to go down a little bit as far as advertising. And, you know, there's been a bit of slump uh, sort of, uh, you know, industry wide. And it's been, you know, our listeners have been stepping up and taking care of us. Right. You're still going to buy stuff online. So you're going to probably get it at Amazon. They've got great prices, a huge selection. And the the prices and selection and everything's still the same when you enter through shop.freetalklive.com. It's just that Amazon's cutting us uh, a portion of their profits for sending them the business. So take that moment to go through the extra step, and it makes a big difference for us. Shop.freetalklive.com. We'll get back to your calls here in a moment. But we've been talking about the auto-tuning uh, process, and you were trying to find that video, Mark. You were unsuccessful. Yeah, I didn't find it. Finding the example. But of, this was some, uh, you know, it was basically a video showing that how auto-tuning truly can take an individual who cannot sing and turn them into somebody who can. It was, It sounded like you uh, You found me something during the break. It sounded like Wesley Willis had been yeah. auto-tuned. And, <laughs> of course, uh, somebody had to... Uh, that's the guy who did the Alanis Alanis Morissette. <laughs> that's it. That's almost yeah, if you don't know Wesley stuff. Willis, you should definitely uh, Google Wesley Willis. Yeah. Fascinating guy. Interesting character. Unfortunately, he died way too early. Sheer um, genius. But, uh, he's a musical genius. He's amazing. 
But all that said, uh, <laughs> give you an example of auto-tuning here real quick. This is the uh, Antonin Dodson guy that I was talking about before. He was interviewed by a local news agency, and the clip went online, and the folks from Auto-Tune the News picked it up and created uh, something that went really viral. This has over 100 million views on YouTube. Oops, let's see. It probably would help if uh, I actually had the uh, pot up. I do have that up. I think my computer done broke on me. I, well, I can hear it. You yeah, can? Yep. Well, then something is broken on me, Then, so I don't know what's, uh, what the problem is there. I'm uh, hearing it. Hmm. Play it. Okay. I don't know why you're hearing it, because I'm not. So I think that's... Uh, He's climbing in your go. windows. He's snatching your people up. Trying to rape them, so y'all need to hide your kids. Hide your wife. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. And hide your husband. Because they're raping everybody out here. You don't have to come and confess. We're looking for you. We gon' find you. We gon' find you. So you can run and tell that. Run and tell that. Run and tell that. Oh, boy. Oh, 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 boy. So this is a guy who was on uh, the the TV, sort of talking to um, you know some news reporters or whatever, and then they took this little bit. That's and right. They put it to music and uh, auto tuned him, and it was and it's this. Yeah. I mean, this is a heck of a rock a rap song. It's right? brilliant. Yeah, it's really great. Yeah, I mean, th- these things are awesome. Uh, the the talent behind this to just take. The plain old clip of some guy talking to the news yep. and making it an, a really entertaining piece that 100 million people have uh, have watched. Without copyright, nobody will make good music. <laughs> Go ahead. Let's continue. That's sheer yep. genius. All right. So that's that. That is sheer uh, genius. That one's called the Bed Intruder Song. Whatever that is, turn it off. Yeah. I don't I don't hear anything. You hearing something? Still? Not, anymore. Not right now. Okay, good. Did you hear the song? Yes, I did hear the song finally. So I don't know what the hell's going on here, but uh, anyway, 855-453. It's got to be operator error. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, and uh, I just find that very entertaining. There's all kinds of other you know, auto-tune-the-news uh, things out there, and uh, many of them are quite uh, Probably quite all fun. built on the back of that thing, right? I don't think he was the first auto-tune. The no, news, no, because he's uh, clearly, I mean, he's got to be one of the best. If there's anything better than that, I'd be really stunned. I like the Strutton remix, personally. I think that one's hilarious. <laughs> uh, but uh, let's go to your phone calls. I didn't calls. think that that was uh, funny. I was, I was mortified by that. The Strutton, <laughs> Strutton remix? Uh, anyway, Mark is in Indianapolis listening to WXNT. You're on Free Talk Live. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Now, can you hear me okay? Yep, you're good. Okay, um, yeah, I just want to comment on the Chick-fil-A and um, policing stories. I was kind of talking to some people and joking about some comments on Facebook about the uh, you know, boy, the gay boycott of Facebook and the um, reaction today by conservatives going there in droves. Mm-hmm. A Facebook or you said of Chick-fil-A? No, Chick-fil-A, but I mean, people are commenting on on, on Facebook. On fis- okay. and, um, I, I just want to, I don't know, I kind of, I don't think it's that big a deal myself. They want to go protest, is fine, but that's all they do. I want to scream at these people like, Look at Anaheim. It's like it looks like a military dictatorship out there. 
it's almost under martial law. It's, it's insane. And these people, I don't think they'd have anything to say about it out there. Yeah, it's 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 really interesting how, you know, people can get whipped up behind one thing and, and you know, it just seems so inconsequential to me. And whereas they don't care about the stuff that I think is just so important. And, you know, it's just, I, you know, sadly, this is the public and this is why they've been called the hoi polloi and the unwashed masses and sheeple and all these these terms all along. What is yeah, happening in Anaheim, by the way? I had some in my show prep. I, it's one of those things we just didn't get a chance to get to. I had seen that there was some sort of police brutality protest, which, of course, resulted in more police brutality because that's what the police are uh, in uh, many places, a bunch of brutish thugs. But uh, why don't you summarize it for us, if you don't mind? Well, myself? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I've seen, um, I've read some things, you know, and I look back about the original story and uh, the protest. Yeah, you're pretty much right. There's a... Um, uh, I guess a gang member that um, I don't know if he was doing anything um, like we would say is illegal, you know, uh, breaking into someone's property or something like that. But police went after him, shot him in the back. He was unarmed. There was a protest about that. More people got uh, harmed. And um, it looked, I don't know if military is out there, but the police are dressed up in military, you know, outfits, fatigues. It looks like they're in Afghanistan, literally. It's, uh, it's crazy stuff. It was like that yesterday. I'm not too sure today. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's how they're going to react if it if they you know feel threatened, they're going to gear up and uh, get ready to mow some people down with some rubber bullets. Yeah, and I think I got the um, the, I mean, a form of a solution. You guys were kind of talking about it with civil disobedience, but um, you guys have addressed it before quite a bit. Brad Spengler, Tom Bush, they've discussed it online some on um protest speeches, that kind of thing. It's agorism. I don't know that agorism uh, solves anything. I've heard people talk about it, and, um, you know, I mean, it's been around for what, three decades, four decades. Uh, I guess there was some breakup in the, the Libertarian Party sort of uh, even before it got started between the Rothbardians and – is it H.L. Mencken um, was the, the other guy? And, you know, agorism is essentially doing things in the black and gray market with the intention of, uh, you know, bringing down the state. And – you know, I mean, I do all these things. I buy and sell in silver. Uh, you know, I mean, I hire people to do things in my house, uh, you know, in silver or bitcoins or whatever. Um, I, you know, grow my own food. Anything that any agorist can claim to do besides sell drugs, um, you know, I do this. I just don't see any of the effects of this, uh, you know, in any way bringing down the state. Well, yeah, I, th- I think it can be, I think it's best at a local level. You know, there's a consumer demand for um, really any place, some places more than others, for private policing, security, theft prevention. I think it's it's up to free people to say, you know, screw the laws, forget the system. I'm just going to go out there, offer this business my services um, at a voluntary level, you know, um, maybe pay for whatever. And just say, um, forget the system, I'm going to go out there and do this myself. I got no problem with people offering uh, services. I just think that once you're, you know, the, the problem is, is once you're successful, you can't uh, do it anymore. I mean, you try to run a successful business without, uh, you know, paying the, the government their, their bit that they believe uh, belongs to them, and they're going to put you in prison. Yeah, true. I, I, well, like you guys said, I guess that's the best solution of all. I mean, you guys have already brought up the, the best thing of all is get, you know, X amount or so many liberty minded people together and have them, um, 
you know, move to the next step in uh, the face of liberty. But that's that's the best thing I can think of. Mark, thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you. Actually, I apologize to our radio listeners out there. Uh, the song did not go out over the airwaves. There was uh, was I in the wrong plug? That's why I was hearing it. I, no, I did end up hearing it, uh, but the problem was some a button was not pushed correctly on the board here mm-hmm. on our side, uh, so it was operator error ultimately. Uh, we, get, we had gotten a new board within the last couple of weeks, and so our computer feed was not feeding to the studio. He's climbing in your windows, he's snatching your people up, trying to rape them, so y'all need to hide your kids, hide your wife, hide your kids, hide your wife, hide your kids, hide your wife, and hide your husband, cause they're raping everybody out here. You don't have to come and confess, we're looking for you, we gon' find you, we gon' find you, so you can run and tell that, run and tell that, run and tell that, oh boy, oh, oh, oh boy, we got your t-shirt and your left finger pressing, oh, you are so dumb. The man got away, leaving behind evidence. I was attacked by some idiot in the project. So dumb, so dumb, so dumb, so He's climbing in your windows, he's snatching your people up. Trying to rape them, so y'all need to hide your kids, hide your wife, hide your kids, hide your wife, hide your kids, hide your wife, and hide your husband. Cause they're raping everybody out here. You don't have to come and confess. We're looking for you, we don't find you. This is Free Talk Live, doing a uh, encore presentation of the Bed Intruder song for those on the radio that did not hear it previously. So uh, we had some technical difficulties in the last segment that actually made it so our internet listeners could hear that, but our radio listeners could not. So uh, now everyone has heard uh, that, that was listening or is listening the Bed Intruder song. We were discussing auto-tuning the news, and now you know what auto-tuning sounds like. Well, yeah, the, 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 the song itself is genius. This was yep. some guy talking on the local news, some local news bit that somebody, some genius on the internet, snatches up, t- cuts up and auto-tunes and, turn, and puts some music behind it and turns it into a song. And it, it's, and it goes viral yeah, with over 100 million views. 100 today. million views. And it's only been on the internet for two years at this point so 100 million views in two years uh so 855 some little fuzzy kitten do that 855-450 free is the SACL cai toll free line i just wanted to make sure that got out there uh, for everybody that felt like they missed it in the last hour now one of the backing uh into serious issue anaheim the police state uh that has sprung up there or has revealed itself i guess for everybody who's paying attention and certainly if you're in Anaheim, you probably know a lot more about this situation than we do. You're welcome to comment. 855-450-FREE is a toll-free number. I've had a couple of uh, news stories about this in my show prep. It's one of those things we just didn't get to. Somebody called in last hour about it. And so uh, I know, Nemi, you've pulled up some information. And I've got a piece here from the Huffington Post that kind of goes into the way this Anaheim situation is being reported outside of Anaheim, uh, specifically in mainstream media news sources like the New York Times, and I think it's an interesting uh, juxtaposition of what really happened and what the mainstream media, in this case the Times, wants you to think happened. Uh, So what they're giving an example on here is the photo that the New York Times published about the Anaheim protests, where there was a a situation a few days ago where protesters were attempting to go to Disneyland uh, people were attempting to go to Disneyland and, I guess, engage in uh, protesting-style activities there. Right. So the New York Times uh, posts their picture of this, and uh, in the photo, it, it includes a few officers, three, 
three police officers uh, standing in the street, you know, looking kind of tough. But that's all. That's the only, you know, perspective that you get is a picture of three officers standing in the streets. Well, according to uh, Huffington Post, a picture is worth a thousand words. This from uh, Vivian Lesnick Wiseman. And uh, it's often used as shorthand for the power of an image to convey information and elicit information. But a snapshot in time can distort reality and mislead, as is the case of the photo in the New York Times of police in formation in Anaheim with the caption, No Passage to Disneyland. The real story in Anaheim over the weekend was that the protests that were sparked by the Anaheim police killing of two Latino men, Manuel Diaz and Joel Acevedo, was the massive police presence that met a mere 100 to 150 peaceful protesters. When I arrived, so this uh, article writer here was on the scene, at the Anaheim police station, I expected to see a police force prepared for a demonstration and possible unruly behavior as tensions had been high all week. Since the shootings, a canine had been unleashed on an unarmed crowd of mostly women and children, and many rounds of non-lethal rubber bullets had been fired at the citizens of Anaheim. Never did I foresee the scene before my eyes. I was shocked and frightened by the show of force. At about 3 p.m., the demonstrators left the APD and marched toward Disneyland. The New York Times photo is taken from a particular angle and at a particular point in time and cropped in such a way that it minimizes the degree of police presence at the scene. So this uh, lady includes a photo taken minutes later where the police are wearing riot gear. In the New York Times photo, the police they included in the photo are not. They're just... Regular Johnny Law looking kind guy. Of, well, they've got a, like a black Kevlar looking helmet on, but it's just a standard kind of black police uniform that they're wearing in the photo in the New York Times. However, the fo- the majority, it appears, of the police officers are decked out like military members with all manner of, uh, you know, scary looking. Ready to invade Disneyland. Truncheons and guns and, uh, and weapons at their, uh, their ready. So why would the APD, uh, they also apparently had grenade launchers, uh, and camouflage fatigues. Anyway, why would the APD wear camouflage fatigues? In an urban setting, the fatigues have the effect of making the wearer stand out rather than blend. Sure, bring... so they're not intended to actually camouflage, right? Right. Just and to strike fear into the heart of the populace. They also bring to mind the battle zone, a battle zone with all the danger and terror that that connotes. And this is the reason that the police officers wear black. I mean, they're not wearing black to, to blend in. It's they're wearing black. To intimidate you. They wear sunglasses so that you can't see their eyes. The, in- the intention is to homogenize the force and to turn them into one machine as opposed to individuals. There's research that shows that black is an int- more intimidating color than blue, for instance. And, you know, darker but, blue is more intimidating than light blue. Right. But, you know, if they're stuck with blue, they'll take the darkest blue they can possibly right. get. I mean, you know, if these people are supposed to be our servants and they're supposed to be doing things that make us good and ha- protecting and serving us, why don't we put them in, you know, like sunshine yellow? Well, right. Didn't the good guys wear pink? Didn't good guys wear white in the old cowboy movies? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's harder to keep that clean, though. I get you, but the point is, I mean, kind of the classic good guy is lighter colors, right? And here they are wearing. The of course, the stormtroopers in Star Wars were white, too. Good point. The New York Times seems to have taken great pains to show us only three policemen, because everywhere the eye could see was a phalanx of said militarized police. 
the families and friends of the deceased, as well as a mixture of social justice organizations, political left groups, and Occupy Wall Street, mostly from Orange County, L.A., and Oakland, with their team of live streamers, gathered outside of the Anaheim police station at noon. The police presence was astounding. Police in and out of riot gear stood in formation behind a rubber barricade. Snipers! were on the roofs of the station and the church across the street with lethal power weapons pointed at the crowd below. Yeah, where else would they point them? Right, these people haven't hurt the police. There have been no right. attacks the on police, the police. They're sh- shot right. in the back unarmed people. Yeah. A cavalry of about 20 large horses soon arrived, adding additional tension to the demonstration. Still, the most astounding aspect was the fatigue-clad militarized police presence. The presence was disproportionate to the numbers and demeanor of the demonstrators. So the question is, why did the New York Times seem to downplay the police presence? Is the mainstream media under a government prohibition of showing photos of this type of display? Is this like the prohibition against showing the coffins and the dead from our wars? Sadly, an outright prohibition would probably be superfluous, as the New York Times does such a great job of policing itself. The rest of the news organizations seem to fall into formation, including the left establishment press. If you're reading this blog, Huffington Post continues to be the exception. The photos, with the exception of the New York Times, are generously provided under uh, Creative Commons. So there's just you know plenty of ex- evidence of this article's author's claims that the police were everywhere at this protest, but the New York Times barely showed anything well i don't think it's fair to uh, i mean granted the mainstream media does typically sweep things under the rug i'm looking at the la times article and ian i showed you this picture i am seeing a much more realistic photo from the la times than it's a a cop on a horse with a pointed stick chasing two people who are running. <laughs> oh my. One guy has a backpack and a sleeping bag and a water bottle, and they are clearly running away from this officer. And it, that, to me, I, I would be blown away by that level of, of confrontation as well. But the claim was in this story that uh, what, you know, what the press is reporting outside of Anaheim. Anaheim yeah. is as close as it could be to right. um, L.A. So, you know, I mean, basically that's the local newspaper. Right. And I certainly support the local newspaper, you know, stepping up and doing something. I can't imagine why the press doesn't cover this stuff. I just... It, Same reason they, uh, you know, they kowtow to the politicians. It's amazing. They're, they're an extension of the status quo, an extension of the police state. I mean, you know, they don't have anything to gain from. I mean, this is the out of town press. Right. They've got nothing to gain from the Anaheim Police Department. There's no reason for them to do this. From a journalistic perspective, there's no reason for them at all to be so obedient. Like is it this. just that the New York Times reported it that way because they act that way and then every other. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office products, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supplies, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Shop.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, get a great deal, and a portion of your purchase goes to benefit Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon via shop.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free at 855-453. It's a SACL CAI toll-free line. 
especially if you're out in Ama- uh, Anaheim or out in that area and you can give us some insight into uh, the continuing conflict between activists who just want accountability from the police and outrageous police who just want to crush heads. 855-450-FREE. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. And, of course, you can join us over at freetalklive.com. Now, speaking of police and accountability, cameras are the way to get at least a little bit of accountability out of the police, uh, as long as you can escape with the footage without having a truncheon, uh, you know, thrown at you, you know your head uh, or some sort of rubber bullet uh, plastered all over your face or body. But uh, there's the Freedom Cam that can help you. Yeah, the Freedom Cam is a camera that goes into your car. It mounts to your windshield like any other thing that mounts to your windshield. You know, there's all kinds of things out there that you can stick to your windshield these days. Uh, this has a camera pointing forward and pointing back. So it uh, takes the front of the vehicle and the interior of the vehicle and then out to the, out the back window also. It's got a GPS uh, device in it which records your navigation, uh, your your speed, your driving route, all these things. It's got a built-in microphone. So everything that goes on in your car, uh, it records. It's the ultimate witness, whether it's an automobile accident where, uh, you know, maybe the other person's uh, version of the story doesn't match your understanding or a police officer who's stepping way out of line and you need to uh, be able to. I mean, I can't tell you how many news stories we've had where somebody for some reason or another got video and audio or just audio of uh, an encounter with a police officer and that officer was way out of line. And the only way that you were ever going to be able to hold, uh, you know, our servants to account is to be able to have video and prove what they say, because otherwise they'll just deny it. So you can go to freedomcam.net, get one of these for your car. I've got one for mine. Ian, you got one in yours now? Indeed. You got it mounted? I have not yet mounted it, but okay. uh, it is coming. I've got a lot going on with the uh, the fair this week. So uh, that's right. I'm working every single day at the uh, the local county fair. Freedomcam.net. So, uh, but I love the thing, and it was in my old car, and it was very useful, and I'm excited about putting it back in my new car. All right, so uh, 855-450-FREE, that's the toll-free number. I know, Nemi, you've got some more information on Anaheim. I do. And stick with that. We're going to come back to it in a moment here. Let's go in the uh, first place to Larry in Georgia, listening to XM Satellite Radio's America's Talk. Hey, Larry. Hi. Uh, You were wondering what the anarchists were doing that was against the law? Which anarchist? I'm sorry. I understood your program. Yes, the ones in the first hour. He's listening to the first hour. I would assume that trying to overthrow the government of the United States of America is against the law. Okay, we're and talking about the the, uh, the anarchist houses. Just want to recap, recap for our listeners that are uh, maybe just now tuning in because you're listening to the first hour of the show two hours later because you're on XM. Uh, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Well, you can comment on anything you want anytime, but I just want to recap here. Anarchist houses were raided in the Northwest by the FBI. They took anarchist literature, clothing, all manner of different things. So you're saying they're trying to overthrow the government? An anarchist wants no government. But that doesn't mean they're trying to overthrow said government. Well, I don't know that no government is necessarily chaos. Let me ask you this. Is this a free country? It used to be. Okay. Um, Should people be able to have whatever political philosophy they want to have? Within limits, yes. Within limits? Yes, there is limits on... Well, see, protected political speech, that's, that's the speech that's protected, is the ability to stand in the public square and criticize the government. That is protected speech. But you can't advocate overthrowing the government by, with violence. 
people. Yeah, I don't know you cannot, why not. Yeah, you can't excite people to violence. That's actually, the, law. the actually the government has said that uh, you can you can under in, within certain strictures advocate the general use of violence. I mean, just consider for a second this government took over by the use of violence, right? about a revolutionary government that we had initially back in 1776 to overthrow oppression to become free. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Here we go. Hey, Sick of Mark. That's, well, you, you the, can't that's that the story. And try to equate it to an occupy movement that's committing violence and breaking laws. Well, look. Hey, well, yes, you can. A revolutionary government in 1776... Hold on. Yes, you can. A seven, the revolutionary government in 1776 broke laws. I mean, that's it. All, the, all these people that, that want to overthrow the government um, are just people that are unsuccessful revolutionaries. They didn't just commit violence. They went through every lawful action with the British government to try to become free before the British took the first steps and fired the first shot. They did, or different individuals did different stuff? I mean, you know, I don't know what group you're talking about, but there's been a lot of Americans over the course of 230 years that have taken a lot of actions against the government that have largely been ineffective. Yes, and a lot of them have gone to jail for it. Okay. So So is that good or bad? A lot of them have gone to jail for it. I mean, you cannot, just like throwing Molotov cocktails at police, I don't know why police aren't authorized deadly force at that point. I think they are. I would I would concur um, that that's you know that you're able to use deadly force if somebody uses deadly force on you. But these people are not accused of that. They're only accused of basically being thought crime. Yeah, the thought crimes. No one the was sus- arrested. The suspicion of maybe they might do something in the future. Tactics that the government uses against other groups that they yep. don't like. Absolutely. Correct. Actions. We see you, they, they use the same tactics against the Klan. They use the same tactics against the Nazis. They use the same tactics against the skinheads and the Aryan nations. I mean, you cannot advocate that level of violence. What level of sure violence? Can. You keep on talking about a level of violence. I mean, let's not forget that the government is an organization that came about through violence. In fact, the right to revolution is guaranteed in the New Hampshire Constitution, which is older than the U.S. Constitution. Right. It's one of the 13 states that blew the heads off of people that said they were in charge. Larry, thanks for the call. I appreciate hearing from you. I don't advocate uh, the use of violence. This I don't show either. But <laughs> doesn't advocate the use of violence. I happen to think it's incredibly counterproductive. However, the... It's important to point out that these raids, they were to go and take literature from people. Look, they weren't they to make ra- arrests. I if mean, they it, could raid these people, they could raid the Tea Party folks. They sure can. I mean, if they can raid anybody they don't like because of the things they say. I mean, that's really disturbing. No one was arrested during these raids, which means that they really, I mean, if they, if they thought there was a plot afoot to, you know, blow some building up, or if they thought so, there was a plot afoot to commit some kind of violent act, they probably would have come up with a conspiracy to commit, 
you know, fill in the blank and then gone ahead and arrested people. I mean, it's no skin off their back if they arrest somebody and then some judge down the line throws out the charge. Remember the story about the uh, the militia guys, not like back in the 90s, but recently, like within the last few years. I think it was Michigan, but I'm not sure. There was a, a militia folks that had been arrested. They'd been charged with, you know, conspiracy to commit terrorism or whatever. Same thing they always go after. Those charges ended up being dropped. Those people are not being charged with that now, but it wasn't any kind of punishment to the, the charging officers or the people, the FBI agents that did the shoddy, you know, investigation in that case. They weren't being sure demoted. Inconven- or sure inconvenience the people they didn't like, though. Right. So if they wanted to arrest the anarchists in these houses, they certainly could have, but they didn't. Right. The guy's making the assumption that the anarchists were advocating violence, right. and that's, th- th- there's no evidence this of that. This is just straight-up intimidation tactics. 855 855- 450 free. We know who the violent people are. It's the people calling themselves the state. The successes are piling up and proving the Free State Project is a real movement and no longer just a great idea. When you're planning your move to New Hampshire, consider Keene. Keene is famous for its civil disobedience and non-cooperation, and there's plenty of political opportunity as well. Though it's more than just activism, with regular social events each week. See what's happening at freekeen.com and get connected with video, audio, one of the busiest Liberty Forums in New Hampshire, and more at freekeen.com. That's freekeen.com. You take control of the airwaves toll-free if you like. 855-450-FREE, the SACL-CAI toll-free line. You can join us. On our website, 855-450-3733. More news about uh, Chick-fil-A uh, coming up here or a, an analysis that uh, Nemi wants to share with us. We'll hopefully have time for it. 855-450-FREE. But because, of course, we'll take your calls first about whatever's on your mind. And want to also invite you over to our website where we've got a mobile site. Those of you with a smartphone can get quick access to our live streams any old time at m, as in mobile.freetalklive.com. That's m.freetalklive.com. Right back to your phone calls. Rick is listening in Jenkins Township, Pennsylvania, to XM Satellite Radio's America's Talk. Hey, Rick. Hello. I'm a constitutional libertarian, and I was listening to yourself for a couple of months, and I just want to say I support national sovereignty. And I think the only way that you could really do that in a nonviolent way is buying products from people who are local, that believe the same things that, that uh, we believe with uh, the Constitution and be able to maintain our Ooh. sovereignty. That really narrows it down. I, so I, I can only buy products from people who believe the same thing that I do and are I, local? Uh, I would. I would support a, a local uh, steel mill. They run every steel mill out of this country. You can't have a steel mill in this country. But you said they have the to EPA. believe the same things you do. Well, pretty much, uh, uh, basically, yeah. I, I don't want to buy products from a communist country. Now, Mark, you've got. I don't uh, want to live like a communist. Well, we're not, you weren't talking about countries. We're talking about people, right? So, Mark, you buy some uh, local uh, grown, locally grown uh, crops and meat as well yep, from sure. uh, local farmers. Have you ever interviewed those farmers to see what their personal belief systems? Actually, are? I have interviewed one of them, the, the dairy farmer, and he's uh, you know pretty much on board. Yeah. Well, I mean, I have a whole network of people that, I mean, you know, included free staters and, and that kind of thing that really are. Yes. I mean, absolutely. You can I can totally buy from people that, uh, you know, are near our end of uh, the belief system. So you're into that. Are you uh, on board with Rick's suggestion here? I think that there are worse. Suge- there's certainly uh, a lot worse suggestions out there. 
Well, I have to say that I'm going to buy a product wherever I can get the best deal and the best product for the best price. So I don't really care who makes it or what. Uh, it's or true, what. Rick. I mean, uh, you know, he's had I've, – I've made the opportunity well, – Communism, I, I would say go and buy all the Chinese products. Fill your house with them. Hold on a second. Wait a minute. China. Is everybody in the United States a communist? Because some people are communists? They gravitate towards communism. I found that human beings gravitate towards social communism just by their very nature. As long as they got their sex, their food, and their sporting events, their bread and circuses. How are you calling the show happy. tonight? How are you calling the show? They are happy. How are you calling the show tonight? Uh, I got a cell phone in a freight liner parked right next to my 1970 Cadillac. Mm-hmm. Who made your cell phone? Oh, I'm, I'm sure it's made in a communist country. Oh, but you're I supporting communism. Find, I cannot find a payphone. I could not find a so payphone five years ago. Hold on a second. Let me see if I've got this phone. clear. Are you telling me communists made a, uh, a phone? Communists extorted this country and took all of our industry out and are funneling it. <laughs> and now, now we're billions of dollars. Actually, it was the uh, the politicians, both Republicans 1. and Democrats. No, 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 the politicians took the payoff. The politicians took the payoff. Right. Well, and signed it off on it, too. for the investor to let his company go and to fight the system. It was more personally advantageous to take the payoff. Yep. Look, Rick, yeah. I don't support communism. I don't support force being used on people. And t- typically, communism has used well, force, force on other people. I, uh, if you listen to what I said, Rick, uh, you, you would right, hear I'm me listening. say that uh, typically communism involves the use of force to redistribute wealth to other people, and I oppose that. However, to jump to a conclusion and say that just because a product comes from China or some other place around the world means that it's coming from communists is ridiculous. I mean, the people that no, are not. the people that are manufacturing these products, if anything, are capitalists, and I'm not necessarily. No, they're not. They're owned by the red Chinese communists. Uh-huh. Who, by the by way, the are acting more capitalistic than anybody else. They're, these people are businessmen, okay, whether they're capitalists oh, or whatever. you've got to wake up, man. You've got to wake up. I mean, come on, the EPA is obviously in, in the, in, taking orders from the, the Chinese that we owe trillions of dollars of debt to. I'm sure they call them and tell them what the president's going to say in his next speech and what well, his political platform is. Rick, I'm positive. I'm I don't know about you, but I don't owe anybody trillions of dollars. I've never entered into any kind of no, agreement you, you, like that. No, you owe personally $77,000. Nope. Every man, woman, and Show child me the proof. in this country Show me the proof that I owe that money. Show me the proof yeah. that I owe that money. Where's the evidence of that? Uh, where's the Break instrument the that binds me? Debt. Where Break is the, the instrument, Rick? Debt. Rick, where is the instrument that binds me to that national debt? Where's the signed agreement that binds me to that? Your birth certificate. I didn't sign that. I understand. We, we, have, we haven't had a cost of living increase in 25 years. For 25 years, I've been fighting these communists on the local, state, and federal <laughs> level. They are Rick, I've got a question. Everybody is into this mentality. Rick, do and you... at some point, at some point, at some point, there's got to be uh, uh, say I say no. I am not participating in this. I am not being extorted my entire life on this planet for this agenda. I heard I you, man. I'm not going to be extorted. I don't pay those taxes. Food. Just for food and a place to live? Well, they say this is what you'll drive. This is what you'll do. This is the way it will be. Rick, I think Nemi's got a question for you. you... Here's a nice cage for me. Hey, man, I've been in the cage. I'll get to ask my question. I've been in the cage. Nemi, the uh, the lady in the studio, has a question for you. Rick, I have a question. Do you shop at Walmart? 
I buy food from Walmart, and I bought a T-shirt there six months ago. Now, I got Pink Floyd T-shirts from the 70s that are like, Still, they're not new, but they're still together, and I can still wear them. I bought a shirt from Walmart six months ago, and it's already falling apart. Okay, so when you bought the shirt from Walmart, did you look at the tag to see where it was made? Well, at the time, I didn't do my laundry, so I said, well, I'll go and buy a T-shirt today because I need clean clothes. I bought this shirt, and it's falling apart. I'm sure it was made by a six-year-old that was taken from her parents and <laughs> in a factory. I'm just positive of it. I listen, every time I listen to the news, it's like they talk about all this silly red herrings they throw at us. They call it news, and it's not even news. And when you watch the, the other news, the world news, they're like, there's like they're showing you real news. This country's trillions of dollars in the debt. Oh, the U.S. Wait, why would the world news show you real Iraq. news? Aren't they run by you communists? Know what kind of laughs at us. They laugh at how stupid our people are. They laugh at us. Uh, okay. They think we are a big baby Huey buffoon. Rick, this hold that thought. Hold that thought. Buffoon country in the world. Rick, I think the lady has another question for you here. Yeah, sure. Uh, d- how often do you look at the labels of what you buy, Rick? I, I, I'm oh, interested to know. I'm interested Every to know time. how Here, you I'll give you one. Here, you think <laughs> wow! I when I buy, look at. I bought a leather vest to put my gun in. I got. I got. Did a, you know a, the cow it came it. from? Right. Guess what? I wanted a leather vest. This leather vest was made in Mexico because they are not allowed to tan leather in America. It is illegal to tan leather in America. They're American cows. Now, is it better to buy from Mexico than to buy from China? Well, They're closer. if you like the Mexican government, the, the Mexican government has no uh, constitution. They don't guarantee the right to bear arms in Mexico. No, I don't think I should buy from Mexico. So, wait. is Hold But on, I, no, I no, 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 that didn't answer my question. Around. Is it better to buy from Mexico than it is to buy from China? Well, let's see. Uh, hmm. I would say it would be better to buy from Mexico to China. I mean, I could go to Mexico and sort of get along, but I don't (laughs) think I would last five minutes in China. Thanks, Rick, for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you. What were you going to ask, Rick? I'm just curious. I'm still just blown away. It was an American cow that was tanned in Mexico. Maybe. Uh, (laughs) Well, maybe it was a Mexican cow. cow My my question is, I'm interested to know how he applies his his philosophy in his own life because it's great to say, oh, I like you were asking, where'd your cell phone come from? You know, is there a cell phone you can buy that's made in America? I don't know. Probably not. Well, I think that what the gentleman was saying poorly was when we have the opportunity, we should support local businesses, especially local businesses that share our philosophy. This is, in fact, what you do most of the time, Ian. I mean, you could buy your milk from a local uh, farmer who, you know, shares your philosophy to some extent, and you choose not to do that. But, you know, it's not like they make local uh, frozen foods for you. 855-453-DINNERS. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You take control. It's Free Talk Live. You can listen to Free Talk Live on the radio via podcast, the webcam, and our live streams at freetalklive.com. Not enough options? Now you can listen to Free Talk Live from any phone, anywhere. Add this number to your phone, 760-569-7752. It's a long-distance call, so make sure you're familiar with your phone's calling plan. The Free Talk Live listen lines are airing the latest episode of Free Talk Live 24 hours a day, including our live shows. Call 760-569-7752. That's 760-569-7752. 
This is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves toll-free. Even in the remaining moments, enough time for you and your thoughts. 855-450-FREE is the number. 1-855-450-3733. And you can join us on our website. Head over to freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features that are waiting for you there. Again, freetalklive.com. Like the show? Want to help support Free Talk Live? Then you can go to amp.freetalklive.com to become a Free Talk Live amplifier for as little as $3 per month. We'll take that 3 bucks in. Invest it into the show, get on more radio stations around the country, bring more internet listeners on board as well, and expose new people to the ideas of freedom. You can go to amp.freetalklive.com to get signed up, get perks like access to the AMP-only call-in lines, the AMP-only podcast, forum, and more, amp.freetalklive.com. Um, and here with you this evening, by the way, it's Ian. Nemi. And Mark. Now, Nemi, you had something you wanted to add into this whole discussion about buying local versus the communists that are selling cell phones to you uh, as our last, uh, per our last call. Yeah, claims. I was just, I, I'm just interested to know for, for folks who, like you pointed out, are you, are you using a cell phone that was made in the United States? Like, how hard is it to actually furnish a house or live a life that's based only on? Uh, just on a national scale, even let alone I, local, let alone local, because I know they don't make any cell phones in Keene, and then to limit it further to a cell phone company that shares my ideology, right? Or kinda, the it really limits your right, really limits your options. Right. I, look, I don't think there's any possibility for me to uh, learn about the employees from Samsung or from LG or whatever you know cell phone company we're talking about here, because odds are good the people working at the companies in China. Like the people at companies in America, they might think differently. Hey, guess what? Individuals have different belief systems and different, uh, you know, wants for their lives. So odds are good the people in management may not have the same beliefs as the people on the uh, the floor of the manufacturing center, and those individuals may also have divergent belief systems as well. So to to somehow be able to audit that would be impossible. But something you did audit was his claim about the tanning facilities of the leather. His claim was that the Mexican uh, that it was illegal to tan uh, leather hides in the U.S. and so therefore it's all done in Mexico. Is that yeah. true? No. There are approximately 111 leather tanning facilities in the United States. However, not every facility may perform the entire tanning or finishing process. Leather tanning and finishing facilities are most prevalent in the Northeast and Midwest states. Pennsylvania, Massachusetts, New York, and Wisconsin account for almost half of the facilities. The number of tanneries in the United States has significantly decreased in the last 40 years due to the development of synthetic substitutes for leather, leather, increased leather imports, and environmental regulation. This is from the EPA, your tax dollars at work. A little so pleather you for you. A little bit of a correction uh, for our caller there who's clearly uh, missing. So we're, we don't have to export our American cows down to Mexico to get them tanned. So there's that. And uh, then the issue of buying things locally. The one thing you didn't bring up, Mark, which I was surprised you didn't because it's one of your common points on this, is that uh, here in New Hampshire, we're a lot closer to Montreal than we are, say, to Albuquerque. And so, therefore, is it better to buy from Montreal than it is from Albuquerque? Because it's closer. If being local is a value, then that must make the products from Montreal more better for the people that are living in New Hampshire than those from California or some other southwestern state. He really was stressing locality. He wasn't, he didn't seem to, I mean, he did have that jingoism, um, you know, part attached to what he was saying, but I mean, he, he was stressing locality. And to some extent, I agree with the guy because I, I feel like you're not even addressing what he was really trying to say, which is what do you think about buying from local people? that tend to share your uh, belief system. Well, I, obviously, I do that. I mean, I buy. Uh, I bought breakfast from Rich Paul this morning. 
uh, he, you know, he cooked me some breakfast. He's a local activist, and uh, he made some good eggs and, and toast. So I, you know, I, I do that if it's convenient. Were they eggs from China? If, Where did they come from? I don't know. If the price is right, if it's I can convenient. get you eggs that are grown by a free stater in this town, right. delivered to your door, and, and you won't buy them. And that's I don't my, cook. That's my point. <laughs> is at, at what point do you, you know, you can go to Walmart and buy a pack of six eggs, or the dollar store and get a pack of six eggs, and it's. Where do they come from? They're not coming from a local farm near you. Some do, some don't. Some stores do source locally if they can. That's right. Uh, some stores source from farms that are the you know open range farms or the you know not co- caged, cooped up chicken kind of farms. You uh, know whether or not they're the ones that are doing that because they say so. Right. They advertise. Right. McDonald's. If McDonald's, not, on the other hand, and the, KFC. If we're talking about Chick Fil A, is they they use faceless. Peta will tell you that they use faceless chickens for their their chicken. And PETA also puts animals to death, so that's worth uh, worth pointing out. Look, I care about price and convenience and quality. If that can be available to me locally, I will choose the local person because it's convenient. If it's better price online somehow, maybe through Amazon... And maybe not as convenient. I mean, there's like different, uh, you know, those concentric circles. What do you call those? Not concentric circles, but uh, a Venn diagram. Venn graph. Okay. A Venn diagram. So, you know, there's certain things that you, you can't usually have them all, right? You can't yep. have it all in one place in most cases. Uh, so if I can get a better price online, but it's not as convenient and the price is that much better, like if it's it's only a little bit better, then I'll go with the convenience. Because like, you know, if I want to buy some rolling papers, I'll go down to the local convenience store, walk in and buy some rolling papers. Where are the rolling papers made? That's another question. But I'm buying them from the local store rather than, say, purchasing them online. Because it's convenient. So I have no problem it's shopping. It's bullcrap, okay? The fact is, I've tried to make it available to you to get locally uh, grown, you know, locally sourced milk through a free stater at the same price and they'll bring like it to your door. Milk. I don't want the raw milk. No, okay, I guess it's quality then. Yeah, I'm, I'm used to the the milk that is sold to me in grocery stores. pasteurized. I like the uh, the the BT. other milk. It stays longer. The raw milk goes bad faster. It's actually just around the 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 cap. Um, it grosses me out. I'm not interested in that. Okay. So you know you've tried to sell me on the raw milk thing. I'm not into it. Sorry. Let's there continue you with you and your thoughts. Uh, let's go to Jared listening in Minnesota on WNMT. Hey, Jared. Hey, what's on your um, mind tonight? I don't think you understand exactly why people are, are uh, back in Chick-fil-A now. I don't think it's because anybody's anti-gay or anything like that. I think it's because they're anti-government telling them what they need to think in order to open a business in their community. That's not what Mike Huckabee said in his uh, exhortations to go and support well, Chick-fil-A. I guess I don't care what Mike Huckabee said. What they said in Chicago was... You believe what we want you to. You don't think how we want you to. Therefore, you cannot open a Chick-fil-A in our town. Yeah, and I, well, and I, think, I think that's why people are upset about it. I thought it was the Boston town that said that. That was uh, Boston, yeah, but there might Boston. have been a Chicago event oh, that was Rahm Emanuel, Rahm Emanuel said personally that he did not uh, support what they had to say. However, you know, he, did, he didn't use the uh, he didn't overtly use the violence of government. You know what? I, I liked uh, Dale's point uh, from FlamingFreedom.com. They were talking about this issue last night's very you know gay oriented, liberty minded show, and his point was that if you go and support Chick Fil A or 
were boycott Chick-fil-A, excuse me, if he if he were to go and support Chick-fil-A in regards to what Boston did or what Chicago might do or whatever based on that, that message is not going to resonate with the bureaucrats in those cities. They're not going to get a market signal out of that. If Chick-fil-A gets, you know, gets business out of, uh, you know, protesters who are upset about what Boston is doing, the people in Boston, the bureaucrats in Boston don't care and they're not going to know about it. So it's not going to be effective in any way, shape or form. The Chick-fil-A supporting event today that is all the rage among the conservative circles is being pushed by people like Rush Limbaugh and, and uh, Mike Huckabee and folks like Glenn that. Beck. And there was a statement today. Uh, I, I read the quote from Huckabee. You know, if he's leading this, and it certainly seems like he is attempting to run out in front of this parade. Oh, no, they're all running out in front of the parade. Then, uh, you know, it's it's pretty clear. I mean, the statements were all about how it's, Christ, you know, Chick-fil-A is Christian and they've got family values and this and that. And, the, you know, the translation to that is gays are bad. I never heard anything from Linball or any of these people. I live in the middle of nowhere. I'm in Bilobic, Minnesota. I live on 20 acres with no electricity. I've heard nothing from these people. The thing that I see is when a government tells you, you need to listen to us and think the way we do, or we will not allow you to open a business in our town, there's a problem. I get and you, I and I agree completely. I, I, I completely agree with you, Jared, but they are not. Like free America. Look, man, I get it, and I agree with you. I think that people should be able to open whatever business they want, even if it is a bunch of homophobes that are doing it. But that doesn't mean I'm going to yeah. support a homophobic business just hey, because they've been overrun. I've never been to one. I've never been to one. I know nothing about them. Well, let's but, tell you something about them, because Nemi actually has some information. The, how the Chicago thing happened, they said, if you don't think the way we think, you can't open a business here. I, I don't live in Chicago, in Chicago, brother. Thanks for the call. I appreciate it, man. I agree with you. I support people's uh, businesses' right to run their business how they want. From one of our listeners, before you head on down to Chick-fil-A to appreciate their free speech, please keep this in mind. Chick-fil-A supports killing homosexuals just for being homosexual. That, that is not hyperbole, sadly. Chick-fil-A will take the money that you give them and give some of it to the Family Research Council, a group that describes themselves as promoting, quote, faith, family, and freedom. That doesn't sound so bad, except the Family Resource Center took thousands of those dollars you gave to Chick-fil-A to lobby against House Rules Resolution 1064, which was meant to condemn Uganda for a piece of legislation that would have sentenced homosexuals who were parents or authority figures to death and your regular run-of-the-mill homosexuals to life in prison. Chick-fil-A continues to support the Family Resource Council. This is not a free speech issue. Enjoy your chicken sandwich. There you go. See you tomorrow night. FreeTalkLive.com. The three most important things you can do for Free Talk Live are, one, share one episode a week on Facebook or in some other social networking site. Two, buy the things you buy online through shop.freetalklive.com. Three, give three bucks a month to the AMP program. It's my firm belief that Free Talk Live's AMP program is the best use of your charitable dollar among liberty-oriented organizations. Support all the organizations you love, but make sure you give three bucks a month to AMP at amp.freetalklive.com.